You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 32. in on him from the outside. Um, Damon has a certain amount of uh, divine uh, uh, energy that kind of is, is always with him, and he heals the group throughout uh, during combat as best he can with this uh, with this force. But it's something that he can only draw on a certain amount. You know, in the in the heat of combat, the, his ability to draw upon this power is uh, is limited. But as we know, after the fight is done, he's uh, able to take up a meditative stance, which uh, helps him to kind of draw more uh, more deeply on, on these uh, divine reserves. Um, as we saw when we were trying to escape uh, or, uh, the castle in Orviltar, he was able to help Ren um, with uh, um, a meditation that uh, allows him to kind of more deeply kind of engage these powers. But uh, in this uh, in this in this shadow dark, as uh, these kind of invasive black forces kind of press in, he sits uh, trying to heal the group and uh, and kind of going within himself to access these powers. Finds himself kind of running away from the blackness as he kind of goes deep, deep within his uh, his own elemental energies. And as he uh, he kind of falls within himself, trying to escape these uh, these kind of external forces, he turns the corner and stumbles upon an elemental part of himself that he had never yet encountered. And he feels a spark, a spark of energy that begins to grow and, uh, and shoot forth from within him. Outside, as people, sit, uh, as people sit trying to recover, all of a sudden the air is filled with static charge and your, your hairs begin to stand on ends on the back of your neck. Suddenly, electricity ruptures forth from the backs of the crystals on Damon's hand and on his head, just dancing off the stone and sparking everywhere. It just hisses and pops and crackles as like a, a small electrical storm uh, forms around him, and then with a with a crash, it, it disappears. But you see that remaining on uh, on the crystals on his hands, small electrical arcs begin to kind of dance between these crystals. And as uh, as Daemon uh, stands, you see the uh, the uh, lines on his uh, on his skin, which are, are traditionally like a light sky blue, kind of bleed through and flow through his body, changing to a deeper electric blue. And you see Daemon. Storm abilities uh, come forth from his meditative stance, and uh, he uh, his his demeanor is is changed. The, the the depression and the the despair that is kind of that has been pressing in on him during this time here is uh, is shaken and and, and, and shoved off of more as as Damon, uh reaches the next tier of his elemental connection and his powers are increased. Um, as part of Damon's Paragon Path, he can now do damage to two creatures at the end of his turn and it's now lightning damage and he also does an extra amount of lightning damage with all of his melee attacks Ooh, so that's uh those are some of the things he got this level it's pretty straight right yeah <laughs> still going <laughs> down damage right. here and there and a little here so uh Delman is uh, accessing a lot of storm and uh, lightning uh, abilities along with his his uh elemental winds which are still beckoning his command 
Sweet. It it almost doesn't even phase Aurora. <laughs> and in addition, with his increased elemental connection, he's able to perform more uh, divine healing. So now he'll have two healing words per encounter and the possibility of a third if he can get yeah. a crit. So we'll Sweet. have some more healing too. Um, nice. Yeah, Brannis isn't so much not phased up, but it's definitely like when it starts happening, he kind of like gets ready. Maybe you know, take, he takes a step back. Um, we had talked a bit back about. Um, the choice of if, if multiple people are dying, mm. you almost don't go to save Dalman because he's so out there, he's so, like, alien. Like, I don't think How's any of us understand that it's kind of like, I don't even know what happens if he dies, or if he can die, if he just, like, becomes pure energy or something like that. Both so, right. like, when this happens, I think, as Brennan sounds like Aurora 2, kind of take a step back, and not out of, like, worry, it's just like... Is he gonna go into a coma again for two months? What's he doing it's now? Gonna, whatever's gonna What's happen. Is gonna yeah, he just probably looked at you yeah. and says, "Are you okay?" Uh, the, I'm sure these thoughts are for sure the first things that crossed your mind. But I'm sure, but because of how much experience you've had with Dan, when you kind of there's like that that hold, like what what this is a part of, of 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 what else he's doing, of what he's about, and you kind of hang and like with that with that uh, kind of like gut reaction. But as you stand up and you kind of see his his electrified countenance and kind of like. The renewed spark in his eye, no pun intended. You can tell that he is—he uh, he is, he is more than fine. That his his powers his powers continue to increase and to multiply, as uh, as well as the strength of his elemental connection. And uh, yeah, he doesn't speak of this, but again, the the it's 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 all it's all in the images as, does, as you see him kind of come forth from this meditation. Um, without words, does he look surprised, or is it kind of like whoa? I mean. Nice. On the, uh, the character description, again, the Damon's most most descriptive feature, as funny as this may be, it's not really all this crazy skin or whatever, it's, it's just smile. He's always smiling, smirking, laughing at things, and he gives that kind of smile, that, that gleeful smile of kind of like well-being, kind of really reveling in, reveling in kind of his yeah. existence, like existence really, yeah, like kind of his, his gifts, and, uh, <laughs> and that, that tells all, like he's, he's, he's ready to move. Or smooths down her hair, because it's... It's doing yeah. this thing. <laughs> it's starting to do this thing. Yeah. And she's like, "Okay, easy," <laughs> and uh, she just smiles at you, <coughs> coughs off a little bit more blood. You're like, uh. <laughs> yeah, and he continues to. Uh, he, he walks over to you, leaving the meditative, uh, meditative st- uh, stance or the meditation, and uh, summons forth more powers to uh, continue uh, aiding people in their healing. So, as usual, it's uh, it's uh, it's still eleven. Oh, at 16th level, 46. All right, so the healing now has actually jumped up. Ooh. So you get uh, three, six. You get 12, 14 average. 14 with every surge you spend. Huh. Oh boy, that won't, that won't take very long. Yeah, as usual. For input here, I'm at 55 hit points. My surge is 30. Is 36 plus what? 14. So I 40. 50. 40. It's 50. 36 plus 14. Yeah. Okay. Should I spend an extra surge, go down to five surges, and get maximum? Absolutely, because Damon's at two surges now, and so it's light. Damon's the the lowest amount of surges in the group now with nine, so. Okay, then I am at full 122, baby. I think think in terms of how far the. I mean, he burns bright and quick, so I think he's going to be the limitation for how far people can go in a day. Well, I'm definitely going to use my uh, my second wind. More my bloodied is at sixty. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, the defenders I think should just spend their yeah. spend their healing surges like candy. Well, 
Well, we got two. <coughs> you guys, I mean, you guys took so much damage last time. I was there are many ways and items to be able to transfer. Uh, the surges oh, between the group. It may you know, end up being the belt of white healing or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, you know, we got so Early high level, we never got that item. item. That's true. Seems like such a gold item. Uh, so, so who uh, has the, the updated this today? Or uh, the vial. Um, Aurora would have that. Yeah, Aurora uh, for sure. Have unless that. someone specifically. You told the story. You got the yeah. escort. You got the vial. Yeah, the vial. I'm sure he talked mostly she, to you. She checks real quick, worried that it might have shattered after yeah, all these. But no, she has it, and it's. It's fine. Really, it's your whatever, whatever it is. That yeah, yeah, really. It was the it was Ow. the collarbone that broke. Uh, thanks for the heal yeah. on that one. Uh, she suddenly realizes that we're not supposed to touch the pool. And thinking, okay, how are we going to fill this this vial? So she she ambles over to the pool. To, to look at. Perhaps there is a small waterfall and we can, like... Q you know. remembers something a long time ago seeing this predicament. Says, didn't you... Didn't you used to have some doohickey that could, like, turn into whatever handy thing you needed to turn into? Oh, we Crap. can use the... Funnel. Uh, no, we can use my unseen, unseen servant. Yes. No, did, like, what you know what I'm talking about? A little metal device? Oh, yeah, something that can turn into any mundane object. Like, oh, a pair of tongs yeah. would be sure as heck handy. Can we you have some tongs? Back scratcher. No, I don't want to use the tongs. I want to use my unseen servant because I haven't hung out with them for a while. I'm not surprised. What if it? What if go if ahead. The thing. If it touches it, what if it's going to count as a touch? Oh, it's unseen. It doesn't. We won't know. It doesn't. We do won't that. know. Oh, all the better, I guess. It doesn't work like that. It's like incorporeal. It is. Yeah. It's substantial. Okay, then fine. Whatever. I think. I don't just uh, don't, don't, don't tell it to drop it in the pool. Because then, if it, what are you looking up? What are you trying to figure out? Some tires. Is not magic is that magical. Force we had the unseen servant do it. Fuck and us up. The pool while he's uh, working on that, Brandon says, "It's a good question. Figure it out. Watch make so, arcane well, check. So as he's doing that, Brandon says, "Why don't you just go ahead and do it?" Yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm gonna tattoo. Go. He does it. Ren makes the unseen servant and says, "Hey, describe it." So as he sits down, uh, he <coughs> begins to conjure. He takes out his ceramic hand that he has that he has to kind of oh, use to God, do this. The hand. And he sits down and he starts to to stare at it and conjure it. Oh, God, and he... then you see it kind of uh, it just materializes. You just see kind of sparklies appear, and then it just more sparklies, and then boink! Hey, here he is. And, but he's unseen. Um. But not unperceivable. <gasps> yeah. So, uh, and then I say, go get the vial. And he walks over and takes the vial yeah. out of that was weird. your hands. And I say to him, okay, we need you to go fill the vial up from that pool right there. No so, more than it can hold, though, because that's impossible. Yeah. Yes. And then cap it off. And somebody, does anyone have like a rag? And I give him a rag too in the other hand so that he can go and wipe off the outside just in case because we don't know what will happen. So so he takes him and he goes over to the, I call him a he. What does the pool look like? It's not really a he, it's just, but we're going to say that. So he walks, he, no, walk, he moves over to the pool. It ambulates over there. You see it. 
go down, and what happens? You just you see the uh, the the vial just dip into this thick black liquid. Uh, as it moves oh, down, you can see it's possible. slow for the liquid to move oh, back gross. over, and as it comes back up, you see a big glob of black. It's sludge. Uh, this is an sludge ink. dripping off of the vial. As it sits there holding it over the pool for a while as it just drips. And down. as I continue to as Ren continues to focus on the hand and give commands to the uh, to the, the figure, he says, Now take the rag and wipe off any any excess on the outside and toss the rag into the pool. And the unseen serpent does it. That would be a good idea. Goodbye, Rag. Because we don't want the excess crap getting on. I don't want it back in yeah. my pocket anymore. Well, I'll be next to the I don't want the death liquid rag. It'll mess with the ink. So as I think so. As we're not, we're we're not using it anymore. Brandon Forget. says, so are we all getting the tattoos in the same area, or... It may not even really be an option. We're going to have a couple weeks to talk about that, I think. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Ren's going to get a tramp stamp. No, he knows how long no, this takes not. to heal. Wrong. No, no, I mean to walk up. No, he's not. Oh. We still got to get back. Uh, so then the unseen servant... Wipes it off, chucks the rag into the pool. With that realization. Pops the cork into it, and brings it back over to us. Well done! And as he brings it back over, it's kind of sitting there, Ugh. floating, because you don't really see the the Unseen Serpent. But, uh, I kind of, Ren says to the group, okay, who's going to take it? Because I don't really want it. Or <laughs> says, I'll take it. She Call me a sissy, but I don't want to hold out a bag. Yeah, she, she actually she takes out a, a cloth of her own and kind of and then stuffs it into, into her pocket little pouch. Do you want to do any arcane inspection of the liquid to see if you can't learn anything for, about its properties while we're here? Because once you give it to that guy, you may never see that shit again. Just do it to the pool. That's an interesting idea. Just do a, All right, do a so. We'll do an arcana check to see just why. Does someone want to do a nature check on it too, just to see if it's not magical? I'll do a nature check. I'll do a. But I can't beat either of these guys. I'll do a diplomacy check on there. I'll do a nature check on my own. I roll a one. I think I beat you. Thirty-three diplomacy. Eighteen. Guys, please look. Give me the results. Twenty-four arcana. Twenty-four arcana. Eighteen nature. Um, twenty-eight nature. Twenty-six. Uh, diplomacy. Can't really detect any magic in this sludge. Uh, okay. He can tell that it is um, it is some sort of um, unnatural substance, not something that he's ever seen in the material world. Uh, as does Daewin confirm as much. It's almost like like a tar, but it's not mm. uh, not quite clear what it is. Make a religion check, maybe, Galen. It's, it's probably about all you can learn about this. Oh, okay, gotcha. Or I guess no. Okay. All right. Aurora does, and yeah. you know, it doesn't seem to have any. Sort no, of Aurora doesn't. Okay. And that's what. Uh, do we check? I mean, is there any other evidence of items among the fallen warriors and uh, in the, sh- the shadow warrior uh, the bodies? The shadow warrior kind of turned into dust. The zombies. Anything else obvious yeah. to inspect? God, that the zombies Maddie. have all burned to a crisp. There's piles yeah. of bits of. Ash and bone really dust. Those guys and bone dust where we they were. The, ash. the shadow knight and literally just it. melted into the shadow. As uh, did the other guys too. Yeah. The shadow snake and the banshee left. The stone, the uh, dark flame skull is there. Stole yeah. from the ground. Thinking back to when we when they were alive, and not burned. 
Did you? Just, I don't know if you described them, but um, what races were the? Uh, yeah. Undead? Were the were the undead? Were they all Shatterkai? And did they look? I mean, from our undead, it wasn't hard they, to tell. They were they a little like bit decomposed? Yeah, they, they were pretty far decomposed uh, uh, zombie bodies. It was hard to tell. Humanoid. Um, you can't see their bone structure or anything now. So yeah. the way our campaign's gone, they were probably mostly elves. Oh yeah, it's all elves. I have to say, probably seventy to ninety percent elves. Elf women, specifically, elf, elf, and children. Elf women and children got fucked and then killed. Yeah, yeah. we really hate elves in our game. It used to be an elf village, maybe like ten years ago. Right. Now, now they're no, there was a big sinkhole. Not, 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 not even that long ago. Maybe people didn't want Oh man. All right. Excuse me. Enough time has passed to give you a short rest in this place, so uh, you can spend your. Uh, I want to point out too uh, a ritual that I have mm-hmm. that uh, it's called Comrade Sucker. Anyways, when I perform it, me or you know, myself and up to five participants uh, can choose to lose any number of healing surges you would like and give them to another person. And so they will get shredded oh, And they, it's just a transfer hey. of healing surges. Any cost to that? <clears throat> Ten gold. I so let's there's see. so many extra healing surges all the time. Uh, yeah, so, so like you can we, basically transfer those ridiculously potent magical items that did the same thing. That don't seem as awesome. I, I knew it was something that was probably would ask Well, else. the healer sash isn't so much about transferring; you can use it. It's an extra heal per. So damage and then, two. But let me just say though that the cost of that then is either myself or someone else has to lose one additional heal. Okay. It doesn't drain. Oh. So it does drain one. It, 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 it costs it a healing surge yeah. huh? from the group. Right, well, how are your healing surges for, day, for the day right now? Uh, right now I'm at 5, 6, 7 out of 12. So you have 7 left? No, 7 done. Okay, so you so got, uh, five left. got 5 I have 7 left. Oh, wow. I have 5 left. How many I have to heal a lot because of my Ren currently injuries. has yeah. 7. I haven't used any. Uh, I mean, I'll use one right now, but so I'll have six. Well, if you, you're all healed up, do you want to throw me like? No, I'll be healed. I can share a little bit. Why don't you? Why don't you give me two and then lose one, and that way we'll both be at four. Okay. Is that cool? I mean, you and Ren get hit the least. Yeah. Sure. Ooh. I can do that. So, what are you at, Aurora? What's the score? So five. How many do I have? Five. Five. I'm at five as well. Are you gonna take one? I mean, you got six. Are you comfortable with six? Wait, can can you lose one? Yeah. So, Anyone in the okay. party can lose. So why don't you go down to five? You get down to five, and I'll have four. You give okay. me two, and he'll lose one. Okay. Okay. Everyone will have five. Okay. I'll, I'll have four. If I except for you, everyone yeah. will have five. Yeah. You'll have four. Exactly. Okay. Sweet. Uh, we actually Thanks, need to just even things up. Dude, well, explain to me how, how does you're, that you're work? Yeah, let's uh, back. I mean, that's so, some serious rejuvenation going so, on. So, uh, as we discuss this, and we decide to uh, help out. Wait, you did take some damage. Thought crazy claw thing. He did use a healing yeah, yeah. I used it. I used it. Keep describing me. So as I or as Ren or as we're discussing this and decide that we want to, you know, help heal out Daoman. Yeah. Uh, we all sit down in uh, a circle as Ren begins to uh, chant and kind of he's kind of moving around like this and it's a very it's it's Sounds it hurts yeah and he's sitting there and you can he gets really tense and you can see um, that it's physically hurting him and then 
the rest of the group, too, with the exception of Damon, starts to get really tense as well, and grimaces form on their face as you see a green jet shoot from each of their bodies and hit Daemon, and you see Daemon just gets, you know, where we, where the rest of the group is feeling a bit of pain and tension, Daemon just feels the opposite of invigorated, pain. like he's yeah, top of the world. Voice. And it lasts for a few seconds, the green jets go away, and everyone Sorry. kind of snaps out of it and Shakes it off and gets up and keeps going. It wasn't. It didn't hurt that bad. It hurt, but not that bad because we each only gave up one. If you were to give up more than that, probably hurt a lot more. So basically, Damon, I lost. You you lost two. I lost two. You lost. You lost. You lost one. You lost one. Okay, I lost one. Damon, who uh, still was in uh, obviously fiery good spirits, still had been uh, had been physically experiencing the exhaustion of. Of uh, heavy combat, he's he's a guy who he fights he fights with abandon with with release and that kind of just that kind of style that just ends up taking a toll on his body. It's it's much different than a more reserved and kind of calculated kind of strikes that that Brandis will make, which is extremely efficient. Um, and so Damon just tends to tends to just kind of feel wear, put more wear on himself as the days go by. But this is like getting like two. Like delicious ten hour nights of sleep, just like it's like it's like instant kind of. It's like as if the time were just to pass, and he just. I mean, he feels kind of. He feels like almost like he's in some sort of like. It's a brand new day. Yeah, it gets like this kind of stasis effects where he just is. He's back. Almost like the clock got turned well, back. Unless every anyone has any pressing objections, I say we get out of here as fast as possible. Right, stand up. Unplugs his magic gourd. Drinks a little bit of that. Okay. Crack his neck. Okay. Set the tray that was my healing story. Let's okay. Let's go. Do we have to make checks to get back out? It's a long journey to get back. I'll wait for Lincoln to finish. So I'll wait for Lincoln to finish. There we go. And those sorts of noises get picked up super loud on the end. It was a long journey back, as it was a long journey to get here. Finding your way back, you find to be a little easier than getting there. You now have an exact destination in mind, even if you don't know quite how to get there. Before, you were just looking for some puddle of ink yeah. that you didn't even His directions know, know where it was. really GPS. No, his, his directions <laughs> Not that that would not, help in, in this place. His, his directions were not exact. Now you do know pretty much exactly where to go, which is back to those ramparts and climb back up to Ikono. Great. <coughs> so, while it does take some time, did you, uh, calendar lady, you have uh, the amount of time that uh, passed to get down here? Um, yes. How long? You said it took two weeks? That was to climb down the ramparts. How long were you in the uh, Shadow Dark? How long were we in the Shadow Dark? Yeah. Two weeks. No, 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 that was to get down the ramparts. Oh. And then, so we don't know it. Um, a it, week? I don't know that we ever said no, what we were doing. I know we added two days on for our for our, our bypass yeah, in the spark, but we never specified how long it took. No. Time. So yeah, I don't know. We'll call it a few days. We'll call it five days. Okay. So, so it's uh, two, sure two weeks and five days. Two weeks and five days. So Twenty-five days. The uh, to find this thing. It's gonna take two weeks to climb back up the wall. Only takes two days. 
having to camp out here in the Shadow Dark. Managed to... Five weeks. God. Five weeks total. Oh, no, never mind. Ten days. Please. No. Yeah. So... It always throws me. Plus another two. Oh, my God. Spirits are probably somewhat heightened, having found your goal and, uh, and heading back. You find navigation to get back be not terribly difficult. Before long... Well, two days is kind of long. Before long, by some right. measures, you reach the edges of the ramparts again. And with it, finally, the same sort of threshold that you entered the Shadow Dark, you find yourselves back into the material realm. You know, I imagine that the material realm slash upper area of the Shadowfell probably feels pretty good in comparison to the Shadow Dark. Yeah, you're not getting mind-jacked the whole time. Yeah, I mean, just the comparison... I mean, because we were all whining about the shadow fell and the material realm of the Underdark in this place, and it's like... Uh, I don't know. Uh, perspective, perhaps, gained? Plus two to perspective? It could always be worse. It could always be worse? You could always be weeding? In the Underdark? In the Shadow Dark? In the rain. In the rain. You can always go down, and you can always come back up. It's such a positive attitude. Thank you. You did all right. Thanks for sharing. Everyone. Appreciate it. The first few days of climbing up the ramparts, you find as the same experience as did before, pockets of uh, of transition into the shadow fell. As you climb around, you find yourself even more freezing cold one day than uh, you know. Then five minutes later, you find that you must be back into the material realm. The endure elements ritual keeps you out of physical harm, but it does not keep you from being quite uncomfortable. Are you wearing Stalos furs? Of course I'm wearing Stalos legendary furs. <laughs> on the top of the snowflake mountains. Where these living in paradise. <laughs> not on top of the snowflake mountains. You got moved. Yeah, now there's not. That's I wonder, I wonder where he is. Do you think we'll ever get a letter from Stalos? Yeah, I know. He's like, oh, God, maybe God, damn, we're like, kind of messed with this. No, we weren't. Maybe not. I'll formulate Damn, like, these are toasty. All right, so, climbing up the edges of the ramparts, some of it requires... Actual climbing ropes, grappling hooks. Damon's uh, got a magical grappling hook with him, makes it pretty easy to hook the grappling hook up to the next areas where you need. Climb on up. Takes a lot of effort. Group working together. Effort. Takes a lot of muscles. But in the end, you manage to spend two weeks camping each and every night. 20 nights camping before you finally reach the top of the ramparts. That's more like 18 days of climbing, and the last two days is more where the established paths are as you start to see people that are heading down, uh, encountering a bit more people. What are the uh, what are the people on like the outermost edges think when they see us? Like when they, they thought they were the guys way out there, and they see us kind of like marching in back towards the rampart. What, what's their reaction? It turns some heads. You see, uh, you see people looking. At one point, uh, you see some, uh, you see some chuckles of uh, a group of Shadar Kai that walk by before they head into a uh, into a cave. But, um, but for the most part, people are pretty silent around here. Straight to business, it seems. I, I imagine we've also got a, a little bit of a stronger air. You know, when you uh, travel, when you're, when you're a place you haven't been, you're still a little bit lost. On, you know, look around. You look. A little more wide-eyed, a little more you look like lost. That. I imagine on the way back now, we've been through the Shadow Dark. We're more confident. There's definitely like 
Like, <laughs> I don't think the chuckle, for Brandis anyway, I don't think the chuckle phases us. No. It's one of those things where, like, before it'd be like, oh man, these guys aren't friendly. It's like, no. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> Ren sleeps in a hammock now, by the way. Okay. Ren sleeps in a hammock. It's, it's, Ren it's decided hammock camping was the best, so he sleeps in a hammock. Also with potion, though? Oh, well, he has to sleep with the potion. Do you have one of the uh, incense servants hold one of the ends of it if there's only one side? If there's only... Like, in the Underdark, a lot of times there's only rocks, and so I attach it to a rock, and then I can get my unseen servant to just sit there and hold it. Because I only weigh, like, 50 pounds, and he can lift it up. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. That's creepy, but... It's not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it so Jolly often. Jolly comes to me. <laughs> That's just weird. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Unheard servant would have been better. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway. Just so you know. You can't even throw a pillow at it. Do we get out? Side of Vikramu. Yes! Oh, never happens. <laughs> is barely familiar to you. You've been there for less than a day. Yeah. Did you even spend the night? Yeah, we did. We, we got that. Night. We spent one night. We spent, spent one night. Damn left the next day. Been gone Damn. for over a month. Yeah. And you got three weeks. Practically chased out of town, though. Until a tournament starts. Three weeks. Oh, boy. Until the ceremony starts. When we get back to Ikamu, Ren kind of keeps his head down low because he embarrassed the crap out of himself last time, and he's going to try to keep a little bit lower of a profile. Damon also is practically a wanted man, and even though he often makes such a resistance to like any sort of disguise or whatnot, he goes back to Caldamon just to kind of try to keep the group's profile on the low. Yeah. Brannis knows that these people respect uh, some, more, some more confidence. And um, especially that, that confidence kind of thing that... Um, of being seems more like comfortable in our own skin here. Confidence that you can back up. Where it works on his, uh, his Ikamu game face of, uh, that sounds weird. One, one reading guy was talking about how he hates how uh, people, will somebody smile? You know, just walk around the street someone smiles to you? It's like, no, no, no. You, you go to some places and people just have like a, like a regal, he said, he said like a lion-like look. Like it's just, it's just, um, just like confident and, uh, steel. And yeah, steel. And Brannis works on that while we're here because it seems like these guys. Let's see it. They. Nice. I like it. Potent. There we go. Insane. Um, I was yeah. just quaking. <laughs> Me too. In real life. Um, yeah. So he he works on that. So it's not so much a you know he's not saying anything. He's not trying to scare people. But he definitely uh, you know if anyone gives us a weird look, they're gonna see that they're Big not line they're face. not even getting acknowledged. They, they, they don't get anything from us. So, and Brandis kind of like he, he takes that lead, lead on that. He leads on that, and kind of you know, what's going on? Ara just keeps huh. on doing all his, all his hard work, because she she does the full eye contact. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Doom Island. Heard about it? <laughs> awesome. So you know, in in your wake of cool, calm, collected is Aurora. That is okay. So we're like any other group of posers, basically. She finds <laughs> that occasionally there's a Shadar Kai that gives uh, that gives some notice and almost a look uh. of respect. But for the most part, as you walk through, much of the uh, much of the looks you get are the looks that you are found you were being met with when you first arrived in Ikmu. Not after yes. you completely embarrassed yourselves. Before that, neutral. How Not well known is Clean slate. Yeah, exactly. Back to back to square one. How known 
in Ikamu is our what's our reputation west down to down the ramparts. You guys didn't tell anyone, and uh, we haven't told anyone. We'll get the tattoos first. Let's start screaming about it. Apparently, they like that. I'm just curious if anyone even knows like the badassness that we just did. No, and I don't think that's how they roll here either. I think if you do something amazing, you're required to tell everyone about it. I think that's a rule. Not a Ren's gonna get role, his like tattoo like, like and his shirt off. Like you'll get arrested. Yeah, I kind of feel like. Take off your shirt? Deflects my authority. Your and authority so, Brandis, when we have a little more privacy, whatever, Brandis is gonna say, Alright, two weeks went by, we didn't talk about it. Or I didn't want to talk about it. Is he deciding it. where we get in these tattoos, what they're gonna be at? I mean. Let's just go ask the guy. You know, Maybe. Let's, go, let's go deliver him and yeah, see if he's okay. ready for us. Ren, left shoulder blade. Okay. Right. Like. Are we agreeing same spot? That was going to be my spot, oh, actually. So. Well, there we go. Yay. We've now Don't decided. Thank you, buddy. Right. You going? Uh, you going face? I, like, I did that. Uh, really? No. I would have gone on there. Neck. Going awesome. Shave head, back of the head, eyes. Then I don't That's have to draw better. his hair anymore. Um, I don't think Prince would go shave head. I'm going right here, around the front. All right. So you guys are heading to. The uh, the tattoo artist, yeah, artiste. Francis is an old guy. He's gonna be straight, square chest. Like, like if he had low cut. And it comes up like you see little little bits. Whenever it is, it's just an old, you know, an old guy with tattoo. You remember the place where it was before? Took a little bit of maneuvering getting to where the guy hung out. Uh, yes. Requires a little bit of vertical movement, as you remember from last time you were in the group. Goody. Where's all that? When side? you get there, the man acts as if he has never even met you before. Uh, That's okay. We deal with that with Claude uh, every day. As you walk in, he doesn't look your direction. He says, "Yes, yes. How many?" Just press, just press, just put them. Oh. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Just. No, no, no. Gently. Flip it. He glances out of the side of his eye and sees what Aurora is gesturing with when she says, here you go. And he looks, and then he turns around completely and he says, oh yes, yes, I remember you now, yes, you brought it. Hmm, surprising. And yet here we are. He says, he says, okay, a deal is a deal, let us move to the Shadowfell where the magic is more potent. Uh-uh. We... We were just there. <laughs> Must we? We're, we're definitely a little sad right now. It's a little, a little sad. We're, we're he strides stuff. out of uh, out of his his little. Uh, it's almost like a tent that he was that he was in. Uh, obviously, expecting you to follow as he is striding quite quickly, and you see yeah. him walk into the shadow of a building, and all of a sudden walk out of another shadow further down, and then does it again as you he's, think he's moving doing that vertically down. Unconsciously, or is he just showing off? And he is quickly leaving me behind. Ah! Yeah, Brandis, Up we go. You say that, and Brandis, he's not leaving. Ren is Ren's running with him. Yeah. All right, Run, running, leaping down the levels it requires to uh, to get down. Man, it's, he's not like running; he's just moving at a brisk stride. He's a man with a purpose. Maybe he's a man with very valuable time, and he wants to get this over with. He doesn't like us. I don't know if he has an opinion he about us. Actually, actually die. <laughs> he's like, come on. 
took them out on an impossible quest. That ink doesn't do anything. It's just poop. <laughs> All right. What a great prank. <laughs> He moves around between a few buildings you manage to keep up as he zigzags through a few couple places. You notice that there is a doorway set between two buildings, but there is no building on the other side. It is simply, it obviously has a frame. It's just an arch. And as he walks through it, you see him just vanish into the shadow that is behind it. That's weird. Follow him. Okay. As I've seen weirder. Through the threshold yeah. of this doorway. You find the familiar, biting, freezing cold of the Shadowfell cover you once again. Mm. But this time, all around you, you see that there uh, are buildings, for you are still in Ikamu, but in the Shadowfell. That's crazy. Oh, boy. That's cool. It's like, what you were talking about. Uh-huh, yeah. It's on top of each. Does the material seem any different? Like, does the rock seem any different as we cross over? What what seems what's the what's the biggest distinction that we notice? Distinction the biggest distinction darker. you notice is that it is darker. Uh, it is harder to see here. Uh, any lights that there are are fairly dim, uh, and you see uh, Kish leaving you behind, quickly striding through as he seems to almost move faster. The most notable feature is Damn Kish it. Is it? leaving. Yeah, uh, is this does it seem any more dangerous here or anything, or is it pretty much the same? It's just darker, and we can tell we're in the shadow now. But does it does Ikamu seem like it's still more or less a sanctuary? Or do we see yeah. any other people here? Are we, are That's we, a good or are we gonna have a shadow guard pop out of from behind you? You do building? see people here. There are many people in the streets. They are all Shadarkai. <laughs> Is it as crowded as Ikamu? Uh, you see some surprised looks as you step out into a main part of the street. Uh, as if people were not expecting you to come from that direction. One of the Shadarkai stops you and says, What are you doing here? We're with Kiesh. <laughs> he looks and Kiesh says, Yes, yes, and waves his hand as he keeps on walking and the Shadarkai backs off. Yeah, she, gives him, she gives him, him the, look. the look he's been working yeah. on. <laughs> does too. Come on, guys, come on. Damon pushes <laughs> yeah. forward, trying to keep up with this uh, speedy <laughs> artist. Everyone as Ren walks by... He does one of those shoulder checks. Yes! The shadow car. More but like a shoulder check. But it's unfortunately, a <laughs> he's a lot taller, so it just kind of hits him in the thigh. But he does it anyways. Thigh check. It was a thigh check, and it bumps the shadow Kai aside. Who realizes you were there? Whoa. <laughs> who then, who then <laughs> notices me? He just falls along. Hey now, oh, it's a child. Oh, careful, kid. Squirt. Run along now, little girl. <laughs> Takes about ten minutes of walking through the city at a brisk pace. More Shadarkai are following you, but as you close the gap between uh, yourselves and Kiesh, people can tell that you're with him, although they still give curious glances at you as they move. We're and you evil. even see a small crowd start to gather as they start following you. It's five Shadarkai, seven Shadarkai, fifteen Shadarkai. They're just ah. following, walking to see where you're going. Until finally, you enter a space that is fairly open and very dark. And as you get there, you feel the cold of the place even pressing on you more here than elsewhere in the city. 
The Sharakai that were following you stop at the threshold of this area as it is obviously... Partitioned you would off. Almost des- is partitioned off. You'd almost describe it as maybe where a grove might be in a normal city, but there's no life to speak of in this. Kiesh moves four stools into a square formation, and a single stool placed at the head of the arrangement. After a moment of careful contemplation, he nods, moves the chair slightly, and begins setting candles in a circle around the chairs. He lights some incense, and you notice that the incense seems to draw the light in making the candles dimmer than they should be, even in the dim bleakness of the Shadowfell. Five, five, yes, it'll take Icar ink to be sure. The big one. And he steps over for a moment, and he pulls out, see, a large jar of thick black liquid, and then he takes takes a small vial that you gave him, unscrews the lid, and just dumps it in as you see... What he dumps in appears to be identical to what is in the large jar. Is he careful with it at all, or is he just like... No, he just dumps it. might as well be water. Yeah. Ugh. Damn it. This guy's so awesome. He just basically wants to know if he can get it. He he didn't even need it anymore. Hey, it wasn't dangerous. He just didn't want you messing with it. (laughs) Don't touch it. It'll kill you. He then takes a few cups from an area where he has some supplies stored as he... uh, as he scoops some of the, a very small amount of the black liquid into four, uh, five cups and hands them out to each of you. He says, you should know this will be extremely painful. No Sharakai would respect you otherwise. Since there are so many of you, though, I'll only do it once and the rest will have to drink this. And then he takes one of the cups back, hands four. Mm-hmm. He just pushes them out, Wait, waiting what? for you to grab them. That would be what? Takes one of the cups. So one person's going to get it, and the rest just drink it, and they're supposed to... Does it appear on us, or how is this going to work? He says, have you never even done this before? What is it? Nope. He says, it's ink! What does it look like? <laughs> he rolls his eyes and pushes it into your hand. Either drink it or don't. I won't waste any more time with silly questions. Who's going to be my canvas? Someone who can tolerate a great deal of pain would be ideal. If you pass out, I charge double. I'll do it. Done. Uh, oh God! All right. I've got a really high will. Do you have a really high fortitude? He sneers a little as Ren steps forward to volunteer. <laughs> no, I like this. Okay, Ren. Very well, very well. Let us begin. You sit in the chair, and the rest of you uncover your back, sit down, and whatever you do, don't move. Oh wait! First, and then he goes over to his supplies again. He grabs. Um, he grabs this jar. Is a more light purple uh, liquid that looks softer as he uh, he opens a jar and he says first take this and rub it everywhere you've got skin it'll make any foreign objects in your body glow I won't have my work being spoiled because you didn't remember that you had a magical tattoo or some other nonsense yeah what? damn it's glowing he says if you need some privacy just hide behind this where's my screen he says you don't need privacy damn damn lubes <sighs> up Brandis lubes up <clears throat> Ren drops crown, gets totally naked, and lubes up. I mean, says, that's, that's, all of you turn around. Ren is sorry, like, turn around. He, he gets naked, but he gives you guys the respect of just seeing butt. I mean, <laughs> it's everyone, sort of an outward-facing circle, basically. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> working, everyone's <laughs> working <laughs> on themselves. Seems like. Yeah. Just all right. Watching. I mean, yeah. All right, makes an inside check to see if this guy's just a perv. <laughs> that's how they do pants. And she gets a 27. 
What she senses from him is impatience that uh, Aurora is taking so long, having stopped. He's an impatient Evaluate him, uh, evaluate him before she just just gets on with it. I'm not gonna just put random. Yeah, alright, okay, he's alright. Chop, chop. It's nothing we haven't seen before. Hey, it's totally different. I'm gonna glow. You never see me glow. (laughs) Except for those few times when I do. He says the lotion is designed to find any foreign material. So everyone, uh, everyone puts it on. Yeah. yeah. Does it show on any of us? Are we supposed to? Good know? question. As Hugh applies the lotion, his body, uh, to his body, faded designs begin to appear on his skin, starting at his right shoulder and twisting around his arm down to the back of his right wrist. Is a design of an open-mouthed viper. On the back, uh, on his back and chest are the twin images of bejeweled crown dripping blood. Starting at his left wrist and circling up his arm to the bottom of his left bicep is a line of skulls. Around his neck, in a finer, more delicate style than the other images, is scrollwork laced with arcane symbols. A very faint red haze surrounds the last image. He looks a little bit surprised and is like, I got these removed. Oh, or did you? (laughs) He wasn't a... Prison city. Is that yeah? And he looks at uh, the. Hugh just got the, ten extra awesome cash in Askins. He says, Whoever you had removed those did a shoddy job. <laughs> huh. Neutral. Yeah, these are. Wow, these are from Walloon, actually. Uh, I was like, I like, the sna- a- I like the snake. Do they yeah. show up and stay there, or are they gonna fade? So, he asked you what, what the snake meant. Uh. You know, everyone had tattoos there. It was... That was... It's his right arm, so that's the arrow he draws the bow back with. It was kind of the spitting cobra. Nice. Oh. That's another uh, ten points. I don't yeah, know. Ah, uh, jeez. Wow. He says that... Uh, that's a well feeling. We're moving on up. Yeah. yeah. It's a chapter I don't like to think about very much. He says but the red too, haze indicates <laughs> some sort of magical tattoo, but it is very faint. You must, uh... It must just be residual. Uh, yeah, that was the, um... They put a tracking tattoo on everyone they put into a loon. Sort of keeping track of you. I had to do some work for a wizard on, and he removed the spell, but it's it's not active anymore. It shouldn't be. He said it wasn't. He said it was. He says, yes, yes, it's faint enough not to interfere. He looks to everyone else. He says... Everyone else seems clean. I have a ta- magical tattoo, actually. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. So, that's, I mean, Damon's tattoo up here is magically infused. Oh, so yes. I thought that was just natural. Then Damon's tattoo on his face glows a bright red. Yeah. And he says, you. He says, why didn't you tell me about that? Damon says, uh, I thought it would be obvious, honestly. He says, uh, he says, magical tattoos, mundane tattoos, they can be difficult to tell at a glance. He says... Doesn't, wasn't done by someone with great skill. He says, uh, honestly, I really don't remember it that much. He oh, says, no. it will have to be removed before you get this one. What? Says, uh, of course. He says, I'd, uh, he says, it is a thing of the past. He says, I will need to add an extra ingredient to your cup. And then he drips a few things in as you see a flame spurt up and then sizzle in the uh, cup of ink that he asks you to drink. He says, this should disable the magic in your tattoo. It will make yours considerably more painful. Says whatever the price. Ren says, "Ha ha." Yeah. Ren, I, goes, uh, I thought we had a conversation about that. 
about us being cool. He says, uh, uh, I will I'll relish your volunteer. Uh, your volunteerism, I'm sure. <laughs> Red shuts up. <laughs> I mean, this is about to suck for you pretty bad. He says, he says, it will also increase the pain for you. You will feel everything they do. At this, Ren looks at Darman and says, thanks a lot. All right, guys. Guys, guys, we're in this. He says, drink your ink and sit down. Damn, sits down and then drinks his ink. Does it not work? What does the ink taste like? Yeah. Ink? Where is drinks it The ink tastes like the worst thing you've ever ingested in your life. Like fermented toothpaste? It's often Zale. Fermented toothpaste? It is just as it touches your tongue, your tongue involuntarily recoils back. The taste is awful. Not a reverse. This tastes exactly like one of the ales in uh, in East Rift. Uh, it's kind of a joke ale that that you know you give people who aren't from there, and everyone else knows not to order that. But of course, everyone knows what it tastes like. Cause it's of like course, you say everything on the menu. Thievery check. One. Nice. 23. To suck on a frozen whetstone before he drinks it to quell the taste. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Does it without... Kish doesn't seem to notice. Or Dalman knows that if he noticed, yeah. he probably would have had some choice Like, words. that's why I rolled a check for it. <laughs> and then knocks it back. He drinks it down, but has to sort of hold his breath two, and focus to avoid retching. bursts? Yeah. First you gotta, yeah. Open, you gotta open your throat. Alright. How's it feel in the stomach? Is it heavy like a liquid? You don't feel like it hits your stomach at all. As you feel the liquid move down your throat into your esophagus, you can feel this, uh, the bitter, awful taste move and spread throughout your chest and then into your arms and then up your neck and into your head and then down your body. It's almost as if your very body from the inside is tasting this ink Ew. from head to toe. That's disgusting. It I is only want a my sensation unlike anything things. you have felt before. It seems Alright. I'm great. sitting down. You're sitting Ren down. Ren is sitting in the, the middle. Ren is sitting down at the head of the formation. And you see him take uh, the jar of ink and produce, uh, and produce a needle, which he dips into the ink. Is needle like glowing or anything, or is it just at this point? Does it just look like a tattooing needle? And then, well, he just, he was just doing it as he as he looks at it, and uh, it almost looks like he's testing the viscosity. And then he says, "Yes, we are ready." Puts it down. Okay. He says, "One last thing. Where do you want it?" Uh, you all have the same for everybody. He's asking, he's asking Ren. Left shoulder blade. Yeah. <clears throat> Left shoulder. He goes, "Ah." Classy. How mundane. Slowly he begins a chant. Something mysterious and mystical that makes your skin prickle with an odd chill. The candles flicker endlessly in the circle around you, bending back and forth as if caught in a breeze. The old man whispers his chant, and as he does so, it seems to echo in your ears. As you see, uh, as you see, though he is no longer speaking, you hear it still in your mind. He removes a long thin dagger from a dark sheath at his belt. It is covered with grooves and rivulets of dark stains. The handle is soft and worn looking like his hands. He dips the dagger into the open vial of ink and begins carving. 
The pain that blooms in your shoulder is agonizing, well beyond even the worst you were prepared for. Keep breathing, you hear the man whispering in your ear. The agony is experienced fivefold. You experience the pain of your brothers. The pain continues to ebb and crest over you, sharp and clear like jagged glass, hot and cold at the same time, searing into your flesh as the cuts given to the canvas appear on uh, each of the others simultaneously, filling with ink as though it were your own blood. You realize that as you breathe, the incense becomes more potent in your mind, bringing the gap from the work being done on Ren as the blade glides effortlessly through his flesh. Where normally the pain would dull into a low, numb throb, the pain seems endless, flowing into you with each movement and muffled cry, just as sharp and deep as the first. Hours pass, but it's lost in the haze of blinding pain. Blood and ink flow down your backs, and the skin is bright and inflamed from the work. Kesh smiles with satisfaction at his work. One of my best, you should be proud. Most people cannot handle a bound tattoo with even more than three people are involved. I am impressed. He wipes the blood and ink from his hands, though they are already heavily stained with the dark liquid. Give it a day or so. My work is quick healing. Be sure you uh, let the Shatterkai around here see it, or else what use is such a thing? He laughs, and then shakes Ren's hand. That literally gave me goosebumps in real life. As he shakes your hand, he says, Never have I seen such self-control from a non-Shadarkai. I fully expected you to squeal like a piglet at the first stroke and promptly faint. Well done. Now, if only you had a dozen or so proper piercings, you could pass for a local. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should get one. I know, Ren says, uh, do you do piercings too? He says, Actually, I... he says it more like, Do you do piercings too? <laughs> He says, I can't do them, but it is not my specialty. He says, there are others that could provide more work. You would need a story to tell. There's no short of those. Well, we went to the the Shadowdark, maybe that counts. And then he says, now come, you must return to the material side. He says, you cannot be here without a Shadowdark. Oh, please, yes, can we do that right now, please? Aurora's, like, about to throw up. (laughs) Yeah. That didn't feel good. They go back, and Ren wants nothing more than to go lie down. Hammock? Maybe on maybe stomach. Maybe on his stomach. Stomach, yeah. Hammocks yeah. aren't great for you on your stomach. Oh, yes, despite the pain... <laughs> don't, um, get in, don't let me get into it. Despite the pain, he uh, decides to uh, go wander, do some wandering on his own. He has uh, some things that he wants to look for. So it's all on our left shoulder? Children? This is you... Say say your thing again. Uh, Damon, uh, as we go back to the hotel or the place where we, we had set up camp, Damon mm-hmm. decided the that he, he would rather walk walk the pain off and you know keep keep his mind occupied. So he goes off to go look for look for some uh, some supplies for uh, for the upkeep of his weapons. All right, Ren wants nothing more than to go to bed because his shoulder hurts. So he goes to the inn and first of all he he thanks Cash one more time. And goes to the inn and promptly says, I will catch you guys later. And drinks one or two of his sleeping potions. Way to go, Ren. And Bottoms up. Yeah, he definitely gets passes some respects out from, uh, from Damon before he goes and passes out for taking that. He is hoping that the pain is not going to last too long and that hopefully his shoulder will be hero. recuperated by the time the tournament comes around. 
Hugh, Thanks, upon yeah, returning I mean, to the he, inn... He can't take a punch, but he can take a needle? Uh, doesn't really want anything on his back, so he basically... Things. He goes to the bar of the inn where they're at, and he... Mm-hmm. Asks for a drink and just sits there at the bar, sipping his drink with yeah. his shirt off. I was going to sit at the bar. I was going to pick the corner spot where when you walk in the door, you see that person's back. Are we drinking together? Yeah, sure. Aurora's there. Really quick, right. I have a question. Can we know what the, do we know what the tattoo looks like? Thing, uh, I've seen shirts like that where it's like a halter top. I don't know if we Because I would like to know what is now. Loop around the neck and then just tie it to the face yeah. the back or something. Um, Man, we're we could, like we talk about it plenty online. We uh, could just say make two minutes tops to make the final decision here tonight. We did talk about it online. On yeah, the about phone, about what it looks like? We talked about we a, talk a about five-sided, five-pointed crown. Oh, we that's can, right. We consider ideas like that, but does anyone have a specific... Yeah. I mean, I feel like we... I mean, I feel like we weren't making a ton of progress in terms of different ideas. I like that idea. The, the main thing I like is something that has a little bit of each of us specified, like the points of the crown, but is also unified. It's not just, like, five portraits. Five so, right. crown, then. Does anyone have something better than the crown? Does anyone really not want to make a decision right now? I don't care. Okay. So I can't think of anything better than the crown. There's the weapons idea, but I like I think the crown's good too. Yeah, I think the uh, um I'm gonna have to figure out a symbol for Hugh. Yeah, That'll another be thing. Tricky we, can, part. we can we can talk about that. that what is the tattoo sense. mechanically? Team strike. Oh. Team strike, I think we had decided on I, the I, just, I like Team Strike. I just refresh my memory, that's the one where uh, spend an action point and everyone else gets a plus two to attacks. On, on the guy that you attacked. On the guy that you attacked. Until then, you get next turn. Does it only activate if you use your action point to play it? Like, I have an action point thing where I use it to reroll. When you spend an action point. No. It's no. when you spend, spend an action, action point, point to attack someone. To attack, right. to attack someone. Okay. The, uh, the target, everyone gets a plus two to attacks to the target, to the first target you attack. Which means if you're doing a burst, you can def- define who it is. Right, right, right. Whoever you decide. And it's that's, untyped, a, that's a group finish him move. It's untyped bonus, so if then someone were to then spend an action point on their turn again against that target, the, the bonus is cumulative. Potentially, if everyone did it, the first guy would get a plus 10 to his next yeah, thing. And then because each one lasts until the end of that player's turn, oh, wow, so everyone, stagger. Wow. It would that be could bonuses be like that. the thing that yeah. saves our lives one of these days. Um... Yeah. So the crown, basically, solo. Damage, the, the symbol crown. on damage, just so you guys know, it's that that shirt that I was wearing last week. It's got a really cool symbol on it that I like. So I'll, I'll wear it again. It's just kind of like it's basically. It's, and that's for what? That's damage symbol on his side of the crown. Oh, okay. So oh. Yeah, we can figure those. Uh, yeah, exactly. We can do that. I'm sure we can. Maybe Did the actual how this works? Yeah. Does everybody have it now on their shoulder? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't mind. I like that. Yeah, for sure. Crown. It's a good spot. I like it. And I would say, I would suggest something, I will actually, I'll roleplay for Damon. Um, an interesting property of magical armor in, in our world is it always conforms to fit your body. And as we get this really important kind of like bodily feature, um, you know, it's almost as these, these enchantments are set up to be sensitive to what the wearer is comfortable with. And like Damon's armor just reforms to like reveal that spot on his shoulder and like the shoulder plate like on his left thing grows like larger to be just as strong, but like able to show off that part of his left shoulder. So it's uh, visible. Hmm. I'm gonna end up painting the outside of my armor. Yeah, we're through. It's through. Magical ink. Awesome. Magical tattoo. Jeez. All right. Three of us. Yeah, we're drinking at the bar with our backs to the door. Smart. (laughs) With your backs to the door, just the way you like it. You can walk in with a shirt off. It's right there. Well, I see the tattoo. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so while we're sitting there drinking the bar, he's like, yeah, he's so... Eric, I'm to you. Uh, next thing we gotta do is... Apparently, we need to get a specific Shadar Kai to okay us. Yeah, the sponsorship. Lady. The lady, I think. Was well, it? Do I we need her specifically, I or we need someone? She said, "Come back when you aren't douches." Basically, that's true. We need a further. It's so gonna take a while. We got three Maybe weeks. Maybe we could fake it. <laughs> three weeks to not be douches. Montage. That's just enough time. How long it takes? Make a fruit basket. Not do. Help a shadow Kyle old lady across the street. <laughs> and then kill and then her. Kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guys. No, Problem no. Is, what do they respect? That's the interesting thing. Well, the Being up is, an old lady. I, I'm not sure if the tattoo will get us the recommendation or the tattoo is just going to get us the ability to talk to someone. And then he's like, all right, uh-huh. now lick my boots. Oh, man. That's your quest. Go ahead. If we could somehow nice get in contact with Sahar, that would, that would be awesome. I don't know if he's back from his drought venture. <laughs> I think he does that as a warm-up. His scalping adventure. He comes back with like 18 drow scalps. Here we go, guys! Slow season. <laughs> Slow season. <laughs> they must all be heading to Eastrift. Maybe if we like cart. went with him on a raid or something like that, we could maybe get his that would be approval. Cool. Says, well, I'm not going to prove you if I don't. If I haven't seen you fight. He's seen us fight. Well, I uh, it was right at the tail end of the fight. Where he Maybe okay. he was watching well, the whole time. Dude, now that we have tattoos, I say, tell a couple good stories. We scare some people. We talked the other night about it. Like, we, we could bring up the Hamlet thing. True. Um, Like, I feel like, because we talked about that before, I feel like that would be a good way to do that. Impress some Shadow Kai. And then, like, I just realized, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, okay, so how do we get in the tournament? Um... <laughs> Like, I don't want to go back to that lady and say, look, we got tattoos. Now what are we supposed to do next? I want to go to her when we know that that's what we're supposed to. So I say we try and get information from someone else. Like I said, impress them with our tattoo uh-huh. story. And then uh, find out what the bar? next step is. All right. At the bar. So first you guys uh, are going to the bar. Ren went to sleep. Hugh, I missed what you said you were doing. Also at the bar. Also at the bar. And what is Damon doing? Uh, Damon goes out and he's wandering the, the crowded streets of, uh, of Ikamu, just kind of uh, heading in the direction of the market. And you know, he's keeping his face cowled, wants to keep his profile low after the kind of trouble he stirred up. And just looking, he's looking for uh, you know, one of the many kind of human weapon shops that, that might be able to offer him uh, more and more equipment for servicing his blade. You know, him and Brandis have been trying to keep their equipment in top, in top condition. Uh, I'm sure the whole group has um, as the tournament approaches, and he just knows after that that beastly kind of trip through the Shadow Dark, he's going to need to put some work into his gear. So he's looking for a place he can he can get good, good goods for that. He um, consumables yeah. finds there to be many shops there. As the impression you got when you first entered Ikumu is that pretty much all the shops here are operated by non-Shadar Kai. Uh, many of them humans. Humans uh, tend to get around. Many of them all over the place, but some of them are run by um, some lesser-known races. Uh, there's a there's a shop run by a, uh, a male dwarf, and you see a gnome running a shop. And oh, and there are these those, those like dark ones. The Dwarder or something. Dark, I guess the humans are probably most like common. So Damon yeah. would uh, maybe kind of try to ask around at least to, to get a little bit of a, a sense of uh, of who knows what, and probably gets referred to one of those one of the human shops, and he sees uh, a plaque. Uh, called uh, it just says Tajas, 
which apparently is one of the uh, one of the, one of the uh, more uh, business minded guys here because he he gets his name out and damn it ends up at the the, the at the uh, the sh- at the uh, the business window for this guy. <coughs> the uh, he's outside. Yeah, and he uh, basically and, yeah he approaches Todger's uh, asking him what kind of uh, what kind of uh, gear he could offer Damon for his. Uh, uh, to maintain his his, his magical blades, he uh, he uh, doesn't he, he kind of is getting the getting the drift here in in, uh, in Ikamu and kind of uh, doesn't fail to mention that you know they just happen to take a a, a short jaunt through the shadow dark and has to has to get his his, uh, his blades back to uh, top condition. He uh, the guy looks at him. He says he says all right. Let me see the blade. Damon draws out yeah the sword that. Everyone still kind of refers to as the as, as the sort of air, though uh, this, uh, this this blade is is quite something special and has uh, has played a, uh, an important role in several events in, in our group, and presents it to uh, presents it to this this man Todger. He grabs it and his eyes just go wide and he says, "This is I do what," and he puts it down on his uh, on his counter for a moment and he looks at it and says, "I." I don't think I can... And looks around at his stuff. He says, this is... This is beyond my skill. I hate to say it, but I know when I've been beaten. Damn, I guess kind of, uh... Scratches his head a little bit, and, um... And, uh, I mean, he's... I mean, he's, he's maybe a little impatient, but that impatience is quickly quelled by, like, a shot of pain from his shoulder, which he kind of, like, uh, holds over his back, but then, like, tries to straighten up, and he says, uh... He says, well... Everyone said you were the best. What, uh, where do I take this? See, even in the time Damon has talked, the guy has pulled out a little, um, you know, a, a little scope and is kind of looking more closely at the sword. And he says, "Magnificent." He says, "He says I." He says, "You'll have to, maybe." He says, "You could try talking to Nivel." He says, yeah. "He's a Shadar Kai. They don't much like our kind." Damon Dan says, nah, n- Nivel? Niv- who? I thought they were the Shadow Kai were above the merchant class. He says he's not a merchant, but he is an expert on uh, on blades. He says this sorts of things is a bit of his specialty. Uh, it's the the lightning. It's the lightning, right? He says it's it's the the lightning essence I sense here. I think I think he would be the man to talk to, but. He, uh, he is more dismissive of outsiders than most. So I get, Damon gets uh, directions from uh, Todgers, and I mean, it, as uh, as expected, the directions take him outside the market, and he kind of is uh, leaves the the bustling streets and finds himself in a, in a in a kind of a dark alley where a different sort of folk are are wandering about. I mean, these aren't these aren't people kind of shopping for goods here and there. These are these are are, are strong looking warriors. He passes by multiple Shadarkai training, you know, uh, sparring, fighting with each other. Some others are telling a tale of uh, something. You can tell there's obviously a group that has just come back from somewhere. Fresh blood still on their armor as they're telling another group of uh, Shadarkai a tale. This place that he has entered doesn't look like many outsiders come here, and some heads are turned as uh, as he is walking through, but nobody stops him. He didn't tries to ask a... Uh reorient himself and ask for uh, Nivul where his house might be uh, I imagine gives a pretty salty response <laughs> uh, 
The man he asks look at him uh, looks at him and says, "Who's asking?" Uh, Damon uh, Damon uh, turns his head to pretend like he's like looking around, like kind of watching his back, but turns in a direction so the guy can catch a, a glimpse of his new tattoo and uh, and says, subtle. and uh, I don't know, he does it subtle, and he says, uh, and he kind of like whispers his name as if it's something serious. He says, "Damon of the Wind," as if the guy should know about it already. Yeah, he looks and he says and throw, throw back his hook too So he can get a little bit of a spectacle That he's not your average bro Leaning on a gnarled <laughs> staff This Shadarkai says uh, says, Never heard of you But why would you be seeking me? Uh, Damon uh, Damon <laughs> kind of like startles back And he says um, He says I have uh, I uh then he kind of plucks his wits and, he, and, and rather than say anything, uh, simply goes to uh, goes to kind of the hilt, uh, actually the hilt of his sword, which is which is right here, and kind of you know with a with a hand of, uh, of kind of like peace, kind of out, slowly draws the blade and, and presents it, and he says, uh, "I need some help with this." He looks at it, and his eyes go wide, and the expression on his face shifts. From disgust to more uh, intrigue. intrigue, as he looks and he says, "He says, very well, come with me." Walks over and he says, "We need to get some more light." Damon is completely set on his heels by this because never once in the shadow in the city of the Shadarkai have they uh, has he been invited to go to a place that was brighter but than I they say, already were. We need more light. So that's a... That is a first. Yeah, that sets him a little bit off, but I mean, he follows this guy, Nabul. No, it is... Uh, all right, he just leads him to a more uh, okay. well-lit area, but doesn't take him into any sort of house. As he's following him, Damon gets a closer look at this guy, and he can see that... Um, he can, Damon can sense some elemental energy coming off of this Shadar Kai. Wow. And as he looks him over from head to toe, he sees uh, he sees that he has many different scars from different types of elemental exposure. Fairly obvious. He can see that several of the toes on... The hell? <laughs> Someone's trying to contact one of you guys because the house phone rang and then the cell phone rang. Several of the toes on Nibble's bare feet are missing due to what must be frostbite. There's acid scarification marring his chest from some acid burst uh, long ago. You see an electric burn scar traces the left side of his face from forehead to lower neck, and fire has melted the skin on his right forearm, leaving leaving it textured and uh, and presumably numb. This guy failed chemistry. <laughs> yeah, again and again. This looks like a man who has been involved in uh, <laughs> in many a struggle with all sorts of exotic creatures or. Uh, or potentially elemental forces. Hazards. Yeah. Elemental women. He uh, he hot. takes the blade and puts it down on the surface in an area where there are more uh, more lanterns set up. And he says, "This this is a very valuable blade you have here." And Damon says, "It it came to me through means that I I don't fully understand. I don't fully uh, um, I'm not fully aware of." He says, "You do not know what this is, do you?" Uh, Damon says. Uh, only that it is the finest sword I've ever seen. He says, This blade is an elemental blade formed by a Jin Essence Smith so long ago. These are extraordinarily rare. He says, what, what does that mean? 
He says, the blade was empowered by forging it to absorb energies that it comes in contact with. It is, he says, he says, I've never seen one quite like this. He says, your own essence, your, uh, uh, must have been absorbed into this blade. It allows you to access the storms caught in the blade. He says, but there are many more elements, as he holds his hands over it, and you see, um, some energy lick off of the, uh, blade into his hands. And he says, there are elements in this blade that have not been used for quite some time. Uh, Damon, uh, kind of thinks back to, uh, some of their experiences, and he says, we have, we have traveled far into many extreme, uh, conditions. He says, I, how long ago are we talking, or... He says, he says, depends on how long you've been with this blade. Any sort of contact with, uh, with extraordinary elemental forces, he says, <laughs> I can, uh, he says, I can sense flame, cold, even radiant energy in, in this blade. Uh, and Damon, uh, kind of like looks, uh, looks aside and says, he says, uh, have journeyed once, once. For a short time to the to the plane of elemental fire, he says, uh, "We have recently been to the to tops of the highest mountains that I can. The cold was bitter and, and went on for days. <coughs> but experiences like these have have triggered such a such absorption." He says, uh, "He says it is. He says yes, yes. That sort of thing would be exactly what this was designed to absorb." Uh, he says. He says, you could access this energy. Damn, at this point, he's getting excited. He says, teach me. He says, Nivul, any, any amount, I will pay you. Wh- whatever you ask. He says, he says, I can do this. He says, he says, come back, come back tomorrow. No, no, let's do it now. And he sees, seems almost excited. Yeah. He says, come, we must go to a more public location. Oh, jeez. That's the opposite of what I Damn expected. it. Damon chuckles as he's really starting to get the drift of these uh, of these guys, and he says, "Lead the way. Let's make a shit." What he said, "Ah, doesn't say anything more. Let's lead the way." <laughs> yeah. Damon walks off Let's with this man and his blade as he trains him to use to unlock the power of this blade. But none of you are there. None of you witness any of this. What are you three doing in the bar? Drinking. Roll to see if I get no. Does Aurora have a drinking contest with any of the Shadow Cry? <laughs> no. To prove her awesomeness that way. She does not need to prove her awesomeness with drinking. Well, yeah, but she would embarrass all the Shadow Kai and it would be a huge international incident. It would be so awesome. Though. They would all attack East Rift because their drinking cred got destroyed. So no. She also. Hmm. Although they may be secretly trying to match her. They would just become a. Uh, pillar of their culture, the drinking games, and they wouldn't stop until they beat you, finally. And then they'd all have liver poisoning. That's true. Mm, liver poisoning. Mm. It would take Aurora all 100,000 yeah. of her gold to, uh, yeah, to get I, shit Yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a... You guys can barely afford the amount of uh, liquor she would need. <laughs> Drowning in dwarf pee. No, she's actually not, not drank too much uh, since they began this uh, thing. Actually, because she... She got really into a kind of a dark place with her, with her uh, mercenary work, and that's when she did do a Mer- awful work. lot of drinking. So nowadays, yeah, she was. She really was thrown back then. Yeah. So nowadays, it's it's more of a, you know, 
Jeez. Not until she can't feel feelings anymore. Just just shy of that point. It does not take long sitting in this bar. A mere five, ten minutes before the first Shadarkai comes up to the three of you and says, and says, I have not seen you here before. Tell me the tale of this tattoo. He says, it looks fresh. Hugh just looks over at Aurora. Aurora looks into her... Make it sound badass. What's our story for this? Uh, Get it, Brandis. Hugh asks him, do you want the story of how we got the tattoo or what the the story of what this tattoo is about? It's about because they're both quite epic. The Shadarkai looks. Uh, Shadarkai okay, looks. What is it about? Disappointed as hold on, uh, hold on. as he looks and he says he says I thought it was uh, uh, I thought it was a badge of honor. He says never mind and you see him walk out of the bar. Brandis uh, stands up and a stool behind him falls over, pushing into a guy who drops his drink and that gets everyone's attention in the bar. Everyone is now looking at Brandis. Um, What's it about? They do mine. Is this the bar where you have oh, your uh, the tavern where you've gotten your your I can't retell place that to story. stay? Yes. So it's pretty much only full of shot shot time. Yeah. Yes. The this locals is, bar. This is up. This is the what's it called? The blight bearer. The blight keeper. The yeah. blight keeper. A little different. It's, it's not all big. <laughs> Still blighty. All right. And um, Brandis says um, a badge of honor. That would mean our deeds would cover our entire bodies. This <laughs> is merely a token of a small fraction of what we do in one day. Yeah, uh, Aurora says. Brandon says. God, Brandon wishes he was awake. <laughs> if I could later. yell loud enough that it wakes you, you are sleeping like one story above this. Roll for it. You can wake up in morning. You have to roll for it if you want it. You want it. It's a story. Ren's got Ren's oh, got three potions in him. He's not. Okay. Brandis, keep going, Brandis. Yes. No interruptions. Look at the story. Brandis says, um, several of the Shadarkai have stood up now and are uh, watching with anticipation. Brandis um, is is approaching the guy, is walking forward as he's talking and saying, this small symbol of a little bit of what we do required us to go for uh, to travel a month into the Shadow Dark. Um, to the deep part. <clears throat> the deepest part of the Shadow Dark. Um, <clears throat> battle vast creatures of insubstantial nature and Venom. terrible looks that, um... Even worse breath. Um, that, uh, <clears throat> nearly killed all of us at once and that was just to get the ink for this tattoo. Is this the kind of people that I'm talking to? What yeah, it's the, the shadow cat. Really serious. Um... <clears throat> Brenna says, uh, are you back yet? No, no, You're no. You're not Um, Brenna says, you are talking to three people of the vast adventuring party that single-handedly brought down the Temple of Elemental Evil. Yeah. Uh, you haven't heard ones. of it because it doesn't exist anymore. With this, <laughs> you hear some murmurs uh, spread uh. through the bar. It appears that the tale has been told. So we'll um, beat you to it. It feeds Brandis's. Yes! It's stronger. Um, and, uh, and. Fateful day. And Brandis says, Aurora. Yes. Aurora yes. Warlow. Actually, do you still go Aurora Warlow? No, it's Aurora yeah, Kishali. Yeah, yeah you can. Aurora the Dwarf began a, a campaign rooted in her faith to bring down the dark gods that threatened to destroy Hamlet. And as we searched for clues, we found that it threatened so much more. Along the way, Hugh Weaver used an incredible great bow 
to bring down creatures you've never even heard of. Big ones, though. Um, Imix, don't forget Ren, Imix. the dw- Ren, the gnome. No, he's a gnome. Um, At that, Ren rolls over a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, use the very power of the nine hells to burn each of our enemies, while Damon controlled the elements. Well, before that, I slice them up. Controlled the elements <laughs> um, to decimate his foes, while I merely tore them in half with my bare hands. <laughs> Um, Don't break my hammer, I crush them with that And and, at the end, and she crushes things And at the very end of it, we ended I crushed things we, uh, we found ourselves in the elemental plane of fire In a small fire node Maybe battling, you've heard of it Battling Imix himself And his champion, Loreth the Beautiful He is no. again No longer beautiful He's Loreth the Dead um, We lost many men along the way and still search for the redemption of one of our old party members. He is still healing the wounds that we suffered on that day. This is not a badge of honor. This is a token of a little thing that we've done. Then sits down. I'm going to do an intimidate check because I'm trying to scare this guy. Yes! Alright. That is 37. I think it's just impressive. The man who uh, the man who was on his way out the door has, you see that he has turned and stopped and his jaw is just open as he then claps and he says, uh, he says around for these fellows to the, uh, to the bartender and then comes over to drink one with you nice, alright now probe his mind for information and he looks to you and he says uh, he looks to you and he says, surely he says, surely uh, um, you are here to enter the tournament then? Renata says, we were born to enter the tournament, but still have yet to have our names be recognized as contenders. He says, uh, he says, I can't imagine with the stories you tell. He says, outsiders are unusual, but... If we were usual, we'd be boring. Renata says, we merely, um, all that we have left to do is find someone to sponsor our entry. I think. <laughs> Are you pretty <laughs> sure that's what we're doing? <laughs> he says. He says sponsor. They don't do sponsoring, but he says. Uh, he says if you go to them and show them your tattoo, you may be able to enter as one entity. Um. Is there a handbook? He says it has been done before, not in quite some time. Brenda says. He says, "Do you know where the signups are?" Brenda says, "Marv, Marvin, um, yes, that place." We we spoke to. Do we know her name? No, I don't think we ever got introduced. So Brenda says, "We spoke to a callous, cold-hearted bitch who would not Mac-thar, give us the, the tower." Maxar, yeah, Maxar, who would not give us light of underdark, and um, <laughs> and she would not let us enter. I have a feeling she may change be her mind. Convinced. He laughs out loud. He says, "You must be speaking of Ray Shade Strike." Yes. <laughs> he says. He yeah, says. Yeah, Ray. She says, "Of course, of course, she would treat you that way." This was before you got the tattoo. You say. Ray says, "I." He says, "Show her the tattoo. It will impress her." He says, "I dare say the tattoo would even impress Zahar." Uh. Tell us, about, tell us more about Zahar. Do screaming adolescent Shadow Kai come and start? Is that what yeah. Yeah. 
He says, <laughs> he says, I dare not speak the tales of Zahar. He says, Just Those what's he like? Can only be spoken by him. He says, it would be. It would be a dishonor to okay, tell the okay, tales that okay. you, will, I, I, you will most I, likely I, hear oh my God, in the next, he's keep during the competition. Just keep talking. Okay. How about a general personality description? Or maybe, it, you know, what you think about him? He says, he says, Zahar is, um, he says, uh, he says, I have never met him personally. He says, I, it would be an honor. He says, I am not going to participate, but I look forward forward to him. Uh, I look forward to see him winning the tournament once again. He's oh, of course he is. Won't you of come? course he is. Huh. Awesome. He's the big winner. Yes, I was the big winner. Chicken dinner. Boop. Thank you for your aid, sir. You may rest well. No, you played some small part in the growing adventures. You can get a tattoo from meeting us. Of the finest people you will ever meet. Humble much? When our group is awake and... Refreshed? Back. Let's do it. Let's do it now. I want to do it now. We don't even know where Dan is. Uh, calm on the stone. Speaking stone? He took like three scooping potions. Breaker, breaker. I would just up and go, but we are... It's like not answering. Woman. All right. Uh, you, uh, yeah, so you called down on, on the speaking stone. She did say breaker, Winded breaker. and panting, you hear Damon go, what's going on? <laughs> One Are sec. Are you okay? One sec. And he puts it down, you hear kind of cling, like cling, some cling. clangs and like flashes, and, uh, and you hear kind of like a scream of pain, and then he goes, I'll be back in two hours, and then click. click. Oh my god. He's either having the best time of his life or the worst time of his life. Insight check determines the best time. The best time of his life. But that still is not clear what he's doing. No, not very yeah. clear. Well, then let's go talk to the lady later, but, uh... Alright. We'll wait two hours. In which and case, fast yeah. forward? Can Damn we does show up. Yeah. Unless Brand. you guys are doing something different. Well, Brad's just keeps... Is he uh, covered in bruises? He doesn't get smashed, but, uh, tell some more of, uh, of his personal stories. Tell some of the groups to this guy and, uh, and just... People that are there, that are there, but does not make a huge display of you know, and listens to some of the stories. He does also does you know wants to hear some of the Shattercast stories because you guys are pretty cool. Look at that picture. Yeah. Look at so that's job. what Brand does pretty much to unwind. Ren sleeps. Brand just talks through his healing. Word. Sits and relaxes. Brew it up. Yeah. He's just mostly quiet and drinking. He's a quiet guy. I'm surprised you're not trying to find the nearest Shadow Kai whorehouse. It has crossed his mind. But his first impression is that I doubt there are Shadow Kai whorehouses. Perhaps. I don't know if you survived that queue. Yeah, that might be. Uh, it would turn into a competition, and I just don't know if you'd enjoy that. <laughs> you should go to Shadow Kai whorehouse and end up being a war. Yeah. <laughs> You've got some smooth skin there. I just want to leave. You're not going anywhere. No! <laughs> You'd walk in and they'd start paying to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. After a couple hours, Damon shows yeah. up. But Ren is out cold. It was also late in the evening. Yeah. Ren will eventually sleep. Damon uh, shows up with the uh, a couple fresh scars of his own. A little bit of a, of a kind of like a, a burn on, on his shoulder. And, no. and even uh, a little bit of, uh, of kind of like acid uh, scarring on his... Uh, Kind of his, uh, his shin guards down here, and he comes in with a huge smile on his face. He comes up to the bar, 
downs an ale, pounds it, goes to bed. I mean, high fives all you guys. Like, yeah. doesn't, doesn't, ignore, doesn't ignore you, but like basically comes in, gets his ale. I love you guys. Goes to bed. <laughs> that kind of thing. Just straight through. And uh, I just kind of raises an eyebrow. Look, looks at her chronometer. Yeah. Ah. Not invented yet. And <laughs> goes to bed. Dead Brent's gonna... Uh, they have water clocks, but that's All right. his thing. Yeah, you could say. And Brent wakes up the next morning. Yeah, How does he feel? Instructions. Uh... He's a little groggy. He almost feels a little hungover because when you drink that many sleeping potions, it numbed the pain and he slept through it, but he wakes up and he's not feeling refreshed and stuff like he usually does. He gets up and he's kind of like just... And unfortunately, his shoulder still hurts like a mother. So it's not like... It doesn't constantly... It doesn't constantly like throb and hurt like it did when he was getting it, but even just having his, um... Oh, his armor? Having his, it's like a sunburn? Even having his his, uh, his cloak on, every time he takes a step or moves his arms, it rubs, and it just... It's... It's painful. Yeah, it's like having a sunburn, but, like, Extremely ten times bad. worse. So, he, uh... He makes his way out of his room to find you guys, and I mean, he'll suck it up. Yes, yeah. he doesn't want to seem like a sissy to the rest of the group. But and he did volunteer. It's still, well, yeah. After and, going through it, I imagine this isn't as bad as that. It's 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 sore. He was hoping it would be. But he's grateful though that at least it doesn't just constantly hurt. Yeah. But it's it's tender. Yeah. Brandis, dude. Yeah. Brandis immediately. Leaves in the morning, leaves our place, goes down to the market area and finds a simple metalsmith, metal worker, blacksmith. Um, and is going to, I realize, getting my armor painted is the dumbest thing in the universe. He's going to have the metal worker etch, etch and pound uh, a replica of the tattoo on the outside of the armor. Nice. Awesome. That's not watching though. <laughs> that way blind people can just feel, <laughs> can feel it. It takes quite a while. That is awesome. Yeah. And uh, because he wants his work to mirror the tattoo, he admits about halfway into it that he's never going to be able to get the same level of intricate detail that has gone into this magnificent piece of work. But he will do his best. Uh, as Brandis uh, comes back, then the group begins to kind of rise and... and Roam about. Damon takes the opportunity to show the group what he was so busy with, and uh, you know describes that you know as as everyone in the group knows, care of uh, magical equipment is is not something to be taken lightly and requires uh, diligence and effort. As it's we not, all know, it's not. Uh oh. But uh, I mean, it's it uh, it's it's built to to take a beating, but then you got to take care of it as well. And uh, out looking for for goods, he uh, he. Found a new respect for the uh, the prowess of these Shadokara as he relates the tale of what happened to him, mm. punctuated by him removing his uh, uh, the air sword and demonstrating as he uh, holds it out and lightning crackling from his hand uh, runs down the blade, um, causing the blade to kind of shimmer and turn into kind of uh, uh, a blade con- uh, contrived entirely of uh, elemental lightning itself, 
something that you guys have seen from uh, from time to time before, not a brand new effect. But then something happens again as the tip uh, uh, wavers a little bit and bursts in the flames and runs up the entire uh, blade, uh, uh, whatever, revealing uh, a, a blade comprised entirely of flame. Another moment as Damon focuses once again as the as the uh, flame freezes over and an ice sh- ice shoots forward uh, with a, a massive. Uh, uh, frozen spike on where the, where the blade was, <laughs> and only a moment, moment more passes before uh, you see Damon's kind of radiant light well up, go run down his arm, and kind of fall in the core of the ice before it shadows forth, kind of shining uh, with radiant light. After uh, he uh, he uh, this this radiant glow kind of like dims once again, and, and the the iron blade forms. You see the Damon's a, a, a little bit tired. But that clearly this blade is uh, is something uh, entirely different than uh, originally expected. Do my next. And uh, <laughs> Damon says, uh, he says, uh, you probably know more about this than I do, because it was you that found this sword. He oh. says, I don't know the tale of where this blade came from, but its origins are are Mysterious. beyond anything that, that I or understand. Or actually wiggles their fingers. Mysterious. For sure. And he says, he says we'll, have, we'll have to talk more of it later, but was... Uh, it was one of the shaman here that was able to identify this property. Shamans? Replaces it. We do all sorts of Were you guys there when we were doing that? Yeah. Okay. The air sword. Air Tem- temple. Temple yeah. of yeah, air. Yeah, you guys were there. I couldn't remember if that was the, uh, the, the other temple. Yeah. Of fire. Those yeah. guys yeah. were Damn, such... Damn, it actually wasn't. No, they were friends with me, yeah. so I wasn't quite sure. We, to- we totally infiltrated their we, ranks. We totally did. It was awesome. And we killed that. So basically, mechanically, what goes on? What, what, what goes on is basically, I just... Had us buy a plus one sunblade, a plus one cold sword, and a plus one flame sword, and flavor wise, it's just all one blade for damage. That's cool. So, so in the case we need more elemental damage of different types, this is yeah, this like we needed in the last fight, he'll be able to use use that to uh, do Very some of that. Cool. Huh. Like um, then you'll take a minus so we're all with him or so we're all or? up or no? It's just basically mechanically it'll be like him exchanging a sword, but flavor wise, it's just one sword. Huh. So I just thought it'd be more fun, story-wise, to work that on. Did you? Brandon says, uh, "Marthos." We had a bit of a conversation with some Shatterkai in the uh, in the bar, and it seems we should be able to be to enroll ourselves in the competition with considerably less problem. Now, Ren said, "Yeah, you must have said something to him because instead of uh, looking at me." With disdain, they all were Got nodding at me and tipping their hats almost to me. So, uh, good on you. But it says, I said I'm straight. What if they wear hats? Damn, uh, Brian's armor. That's a nice touch. Oh, yeah. I mean, they I've don't, they don't come out and say, like, hey, hey he, was, he was in the middle of talking. Oh, I was just saying, I've never seen anything bend that armor before. At least something that wasn't two stories tall. I'm done. <laughs> um, shall we? To the lady? To the lass? Are you guys heading to the to tower? To Lock or Let's whatever. It. What was it called? To Ray's. It was whatever. Ray. To whatever! Oh, to Ray's place. Ray's place. Macthar. Ray Macthar. What's the chick's name again? Ray Shade Strike. Macthar contains the temple the principal temple to Tempest. The God of War. Aurora says. 
closing her book. So, uh, we just go during the day. Uh, yes. Just waltz in. Looks fairly similar to uh, the way it did a month ago. Except now, there's even more Shadar Kai sharpening weapons, testing a tautness of bowstrings, training, fighting in there. Looks like a lot more people have shown up uh, to kill time here. Presumably, these are contestants or really excitable uh, viewers. Fan viewers. (laughs) You know, they're like dressed up in the colors of their home teams. A few of them have body paint. Oh, yeah. And you see, once again... <laughs> Zahar written on the chest, like five of them all lined up. I get to be the... You see, once again, the Shadarkai that had quite rudely greeted you before. She does seem a bit rude. Damn. She is a bee. Are those piercings in her forehead? I think so. How does that work? Does you approach her? Well, they're, they're embedded. Do you want to ask her? flared. Do I ask her if those are piercings? No, he does not ask her if they're <laughs> Damon piercings. Damon will approach her. He's stuck on. Damon approaches her, the rest of the party in tow. She looks up and says, I had been told to expect a strange lot, but I had no idea you'd be so diverse. What? She says... She forgot who we were? She says, I feel like you've come here before, haven't you? Damon says, uh... He says, we're here to enter the tournament, as before. She says, I sense unity about you. And it is then when she spots that tattoo as someone is standing slightly to the side. Whose tattoo does she see? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Whose? Hugh's tattoo. Hugh's is on clothes. Hugh. And she says, you are marked. He says, that is something indeed. I am Ray Shadestrike. I've killed more drow than most people in this city have even seen. She taps a rather prominent spiderweb tattoo on her neck, which is positively bursting with small spiders that seem to cascade down her chest and under her armor. That's awesome. That's creepy. She says, perhaps you are just what we need to liven up this year's event. Zahar will enjoy a challenge, though I cannot imagine even you besting the likes of him. Says, well, well, we're eager to find out. The one of him versus the five of us? He is, uh, he is, from all accounts, a most worthy opponent. She says, she says, very well. You will be official participants in our ceremonies. She says, they start in two weeks. Where's the prince? Damon says, uh, we would, I left uh, him behind. He's in the bar. <laughs> he says, uh, this is, uh, our first opportunity to participate in the tournament. We would appreciate some instruction as to the customs of uh, of uh, the event, so as not so as to honor such an important ceremony nice. in guy society. He's learned his lesson. She says, she laughs at this, and she says, as if I would give you any hint to help you, best Zahar. Damon says, uh, then you'll have to take it as it comes. She says, no, your own merit will be what keeps you alive for as long as you can possibly maintain. Coming naked. (laughs) She says, oh, there is one more matter. You are entering as a single fighting entity. She says, and as such, the rules require you to fight under one name as well. You don't get to choose, naturally. It is our tournament, after all. 
She looks down at her notes and scribbles something down on what looks, appears to be a list of many names. It says, You are uh, Zaragath. And no, I won't tell you what it means. Show up at twilight when the tournament starts for orientation. And don't be late, or you'll be disqualified. Nod. Brandis just nods. Yeah, exactly. Brandis, I her with that look. Nice. Uh, Zaragath. Twilight, as in, like, this evening? The twilight of the... Two weeks. In two weeks. Okay. Oh, boy. There, there is no twilight. We're in the we end. have 100,000 gold to spend. We need to spend that... You're missing some slots. I'm missing some slots. Someone else is missing some slots. Be honest. I don't don't, don't be embarrassed about it, guys. I don't think I am. I mean, if there are slots that are empty, we'll define everything. I have a tattoo now, too. Like something in every possible slot. All right. So. (coughs) Yes. I mean, so in terms of, uh, I think there's, well, Damon passes to Brandis, a consumable he's had for way too long that he's never going to use. It's, uh... An elixir of dragon breath that he's had for a really long okay. time. So, minor action is encounter long power. Minor action, twenty-one versus reflex, three-six damage, cold. Ren doesn't have waste, hmm. and that's it. Waste not want not. All right. So, uh, and I'm only wearing one ring, but well, um, I've only got one ring. But I just don't have Who's wearing a belt. the chameleon ring? Okay, I guess we have a little... What's up? You wearing the chameleon ring? I am wearing the chameleon ring. Uh, I mean, there's... Damn, needs a head slot oh. and a hand we could, slot. We could spend Empty a lot of time deciding on what to buy. Yeah, as usual, so. you cannot spend your time shopping during a session. Yeah, yeah but I'm take saying... Up hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then let's... Then let's, uh, let's, let's disperse the funds later. Other than... Damon wants to buy uh, plus four whetstone for 1800 is the base price. So we can use it with any of his elemental blades if he needs to pump up their power. There you go. That's a good so idea. We should probably get a, a couple. A couple of those. There's no reason that we have over 100,000. So. It's less than 2k for the base price. So Yeah. Let's um, let's okay. do that. But like I do want to get those slots filled because there's no reason. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do those afterwards. Greg's absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, what's the um, markup on those whetstones? We'll figure it out later. Okay. So, we'll just, if you want to so we've got a couple games. weeks then? Three weeks? Two weeks? Two weeks. Weeks. Two weeks. Although um, you did say three before. I want to try oh. to find... How long does it take to get a complete rest in a town? It has to be in a civilized or whatever. Uh, one town. week in a uh, civilized, peaceful town. Is this a civilized, peaceful town or not really? Civilized. You could try. It'd be yeah. rough. Probably not. Okay. Uh... You try to find Zahar. But if you want to spend these two weeks resting, that is something you could attempt. I'm not the one. What are our what are our options? What do we want to do during this week? We could look for signs of a wrath champion. We haven't really That's done that fair. at all. Absolutely true. In a wrath in general, unless yeah. we're foiling a Rathian plot. Because if he's going to show up, either he's going to show up right when it starts, or he's around here somewhere. We could take him out early. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's like, I mean, yeah. mostly why we're here. <laughs> awesome. If that disqualified from us from the competition, we'd win. I mean, yeah, good. Lighter. Oh, thanks for the tattoo. Like the only reason we're here is because we saw a vision and we knew where one guy who follows the wrath would be at one point in time. 
Like, we've really gone out of our way just to kick this guy's ass. Wait, this whole <laughs> tournament is going to be pretty difficult. There is an argument to be made for the rest. If we can attempt the rest, I'm, I think... I'll rest. I mean, well, we'll get better... automatically after rest a couple of combats. We yeah. survive, assuming we survive them. Uh, that's that's the thing. If, if we could get some information, like find out how many combats there are, and if we will indeed actually get a an extended rest, like halfway through it, you know what I mean? Because I don't know. If, I don't know the mechanics of yeah. Not so much. I, don't, I mean, not not so much. Let's go. I mean, let's like usually like quarter and ask about I mean, the from, from a rules standpoint. Let's go talk to some other races about how this tournament is organized. Yeah. What's that? I was saying, from the mechanics standpoint, don't isn't it once we hit like two milestones or something, we get one automatically? Add an eight round rest. Knowledge is power. Oh, we do need the rest too. You get it automatically if you from a from an Aladrin. You can sleep. Yeah, you can't take a short rest and get that benefit. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go. Let's go talk to someone about the the structure of the tournament. The secretary is being really rude. So it's. Uh, She's got a question. Yeah, let's, let's just. So Damon says, let's head over to the uh, whatever, the second class. I mean, area. it could just be, let's talk to someone who watched the tournament 10 years ago and ask him how it went down. That's exactly what, yeah, for sure. But like the Shadowkai are kind of being real. Uh, snarky about it? Yes, snarky. Well, okay. let's try with the badges. I mean, they seem to open up a little bit more after they saw the badges and I uh, yelled at them for a while. Yeah. I mean, it just has straight up. I just start to think about this. One thing immediately becomes clear: it's going to be hard to get information here. If you want to research into this, it's going to take quite some time. Okay. You won't be it's able to take, take an extended rest days. if you're going to be if you're going to so be it's rest or other things or or information about the. What's the benefit of the, of the rest? We're going we to get, get our. We have we start with full healing surges and dailies. I would prefer that. I mean. Um, as opposed to having to go through what two more try to rest. Yeah. As opposed to getting. Yeah. The benefit of learning more about and researching the champion and all that. You we don't know. Do any of that. We don't know if all the fights are in one day, so we don't know if we'll get an eight-hour rest. So there could be. You have to go through five fights, and we won't get an extended rest halfway through there. We don't know anything about it. Is my problem. We need yeah. to kill that champion. So and we know he'll be in the ring. We don't. I hate it to seems like it'd be awesome to like talk to someone and say, "Hey, is the tournament all in one day?" Yeah, we're not. We don't seem to. We're not getting any. Uh, Guys, so. I mean, we've asked that question a bunch of times. I guess so. Down, no, no one will talk. Tell. Ren doesn't really want to make himself look like an ass again. Yeah. So he okay. is favoring more of just go to. He likes libraries, though. <clears throat> but go somewhere like that, or like the Ikamu City Hall, and look up newspaper clippings. Where we don't have, have to look stupid by asking <laughs> well, a question that we should know the answer. That may not be very accessible, though. Well, but can, but you can at least try. We don't we, know. We it may can. not be, but, but it's that's gonna only going to take Yes, you can do that. You won't get the extended rest. Yeah, we're, we're trading out between the rest or trying other stuff. We're getting info. Yeah. I call rest. I feel like... Okay, actually, yeah. Do we want to talk about it or just vote? It's just vote. Rest. I feel like we understand. Rest. Okay. Yeah, I can see the. Re- I mean, yeah. I don't want to do the research and then find out. Yeah, you should have rested. Let's rest. That's fine. Let's rest. People want to rest? Let's rest. Sure. Alright. Aurora begins resting. Power rest. <laughs> We're resting where we stand. Aurora <laughs> falls over. In order to gain the benefit of extended rest before the two milestone requirement, which is a house rule, it's an adaptive rule to fit the pacing of our. Campaign. Yeah. Uh, you spend the next two weeks yeah. relaxing, 
taking it easy in your uh, in your hotel room, kind of staying out of the spotlight. As uh, it seems like every time you walk out the door, someone wants me to there's talk action to again. somewhere. Someone wants to have you tell a story. It's going to be something you mostly just need to stay low key in your uh, in your place and not really get involved in anything. Meditation, pull ups, dueling. I say, yeah, because Rance is resting, but he wakes up every morning. Yeah. Punches a hole in the wall. Yeah. Is it the same maybe, hole maybe not. that gets patched? It or? gets deeper. So by the end of two weeks, he's going. By the end of the two weeks, you find that you have really kind of gotten your um, okay. gotten your your strength back. You've really you know you've you've rested. You've maybe been spending a little bit of time training. You've been doing what it takes to uh, to make sure that you are tip top shape when entering this. It's a good idea. When it starts. Whew. Okay. Indeed. Is it time yet? The beginning of the tournament is tonight. Oh boy. Or the ceremony is Twilight, baby. So, gain the benefit of extended rest. Go ahead and mark all that. How much clothes is Dan we're gonna pick up here? I haven't really thought about what his, lo- his levels are here is gonna look like. Well, look where There were some like guys on the board. It's a lot of black leather. Yeah, I was definitely thinking some kind of shadowy, kind of like dark. Seems dark, a lot like drow wear on. Like really like dark goths, but cool. Cool goths. Cool goths. Shatterkai. They don't shop at Hot Topic. Yeah, forget that. They, they burn the Hot Topic down and then get a tattoo about it. I was gonna say, you could. We're all fine to armor over time. Losing that slight buffer of extra. Um, what? Yeah. I thought well, we get the benefit of an extended rest. <laughs> yeah, but that's. Keep going. Your, every milestone. Your milestones are set. Stronger. I'm surprised Aurora didn't push to just keep going because she gets better as milestones. Yeah. When you start, when you guys start getting more magic rings, it's worth it. When we start getting more magic rings and stuff, it's yeah. more items that get better at each milestone. Uh, especially when it's already going to sit. Yes. So Brennis is, uh, is ready. Is. I think. You know. In the morning, before we head down, we want to do some prestidigitation for uh, armor, make us look real good. Brace, Polish it up. Hair gel. Yeah. It's pomade. That's gross. He's a classy guy. Looking like like some sort of D2 Mighty Ducks Emilio Estevez. Alright, as the day goes on, you find it fairly easy to tell where you are expected to show up, because... The city streets have started to become very crowded. People have been leaving their houses. People have started to line up in the streets. And you see a large tailgate parties? crowd gathering around one area of the city. Tailgate parties? At the tower. <laughs> it appears to be an audience forming. Surrounding the tower, heading way back throughout the streets. And this is hours before it will begin. Oh boy. Boy. Question. Hey, Shoot. Are we going to be able to watch the tournament in the events or matches or whatever that we're not in if it's like that? You have no idea how it works. Okay. We're going to go to the orientation. You're apparently. asking me how the uh, tournament works. That's no. something you chose not to learn. So, how's the tournament work? <laughs> yeah, what, what about that tournament? Brian has a non tournament related question. Well, I'm not, I wasn't asking for mechanics. I just no. Was, right. I, you were asking about how the we all want that information, and we're we've been denied it by Shatterkai and Greg Lobs. 
<laughs> by your <laughs> own choice, you could have decided to resolve. What's the story like? And everyone who we like muttered that near seemed to flip us off. I was like, yeah, what? You're entering a tournament you hey, don't know anything about? Hey, I want to know. In favor, in, in, in the argument in favor of Greg, he's done that over three independent sessions. It's been yes. very pre-planned. Oh, it's been very clear. Like, <laughs> You want to know that? <laughs> How much money and body parts do you have? Um, Brent wants to know, uh, now that we've been here for a bit and we can kind of recognize the, the gait and, and uh, stance of uh, natives, and even the, the, the non-Shadokai uh, races that are around here, do we see a lot more people that look uh, as as bright, as doe-eyed and intimidated by this city as, to become as spectators? Like, do we see a lot of people who see, look like they're just here to watch and are not from, that are not Shadokai, that are not from around here? Is it obvious, or...? Yes. There are many races in the crowd. Predominantly Shadokai. Definitely others. However... You see a clear divide that the at a particular point forward on in the crowd is only Shatterkai, wow. without exception. Wow. Hmm. It appears that at a glance that the other races are not allowed after a certain point. I all this kind of like, uh, you know, poorly understood activities going on. Yeah, and uh, says a word of uh, a word of uh, confidence and kind of, uh, I guess. Readiness to the group, but he says, he says, I think it's good that we took the time to rest. Would you be rather, would you rather be ready for this or ready for anything? He knows that they're ready for anything. All right, I like it. You arrive at the tower at the appointed time, for you were told you would be disqualified if you were late. <laughs> uh, actually, no, we get there early. Early. As the light fades into what the Shadarkai consider to be dusk. Torches flicker weakly, but there are so many of them that the dim light fills the space with a gold cast that glimmers off the ropes of bells and chains hung as decorations from the various poles and doorways. The streets are filled nearly to bursting uh, nearly to bursting with Shadarkai of all rank and file. Young and old alike stand shoulder to shoulder. With shining decorative armor, many painted for the occasion with stark white, yellow, and blue patterns. They give you a wide berth as you stride forward towards the head of the crowd, which waits somewhat impatiently for the ceremony to begin. Ren's getting stoked. Yeah, game time. I've been waiting for this for like five months. Who is this guy? Hello. Ren wants a piercing like that. Ooh. Cat, oh, too oh, close, oh, buddy. Not quite like that. I don't want to get like that. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I kind of want us to get some Jedi piercing. Or maybe with friends. Alright. Yeah. Except they can't pierce your skin. It's really frustrating. A roar erupts from the crowd as a tall, regal-looking woman strides confidently onto the raised stage. She's adorned in feathers, pelts, and leather armor that is obviously as formidable as it is beautiful. Her face is streaked with black war paint, but beneath this you can see a myriad of twisting tattoos. Her hair is bound tightly to her head, covered by an ornate headdress of bone, feather, and steel. There is no doubt these animals were killed by her own hand. She raises a hand, and the chatter diminishes to a quiet murmur of excitement. Please be quiet with that, Eric. Oh. 
My brothers and sisters, welcome. The hour is upon us. She speaks, her voice booming over the streets. The lanterns and torches flicker in the wake of her voice. I am your speaker, Penthir Relshora, slayer of the beast of heaven's crest, voice of the four, nightmare bringer to the drow. The crowd erupts into cheering and hooting. Tonight we begin that which has defined our people since the beginning. Only here can we do this in the place where only the strong survive, where only the great and powerful can thrive. We live, and this is our time to prove to all who question the spirit of our people. Fuck yeah! <laughs> More cheering throughout the crowd. But I am told our Ushehi Kai is special for another reason still. The crowd hushes and murmurs, but we have outsiders deemed worthy to participate. <laughs> I'm not apologetic, I'm pumped. The entire crowd of 500 participants stare at you. <laughs> Penthea raises her hand in greetings to you. Die well, Shasku! The entire crowd chants back to her. Die well! And what better way to honor our new friends here than to allow them participation in our opening ceremony? Damn it! Some murmurs of disagreement wash across the cloud. Oh, come now! Much is said of our people, but can we not show these newcomers our... Hospitality. You hear different groups of chuckles and whistles. Bring forth the deep wrath. Deep wrath. Those are like what are we in cattle. It's a big bison. It is a bison. You are right. Genus bison. Species bison. Immediately. The crowd begins to cheer, as in the distance you see a large, lumbering beast decorated with strange flowers and spiked chains, decorations which adorn its massive horns with curl around on either side of it like a huge buffalo. In most ways it appears very much like the cow-like roofs of the surface, peaceful and complacent despite the chaos surrounding it. Its sides are painted with symbols and designs, and as it draws near, led by a Shatterkai and ceremonial vestments, you see two exquisitely beautiful Shatterkai women are perched atop its back, carrying a large, curved dagger. They smile and throw small black coins and petals at the crowd, who double their noise-making efforts. The beast finally clops to the foot of the stage, regarding the scene with large black eyes and little coherence. How the drug cry when we steal their cattle from them! This is their best, their most prized bull! She gestures to the girls who slip off its back and hand her a ceremonial-looking curved dagger. She points the blade at you. Show us you are not afraid to take from the drow. Then we'll kill that shit. Uh. And she hands the, de- uh, the the blade forward. And as you... Who steps forward to grab it? Then we'll take, take from the drow. You see, the size of this thing is massive. Enormous. 20 feet high. What, the the bison? The bison. Oh, God. Talk about a 20-foot fall. How'd they slip off the bucket of things? They have help? They slid down it. Oh, they slid down. Adorable. Hot dang. Alright. Go Uh, ahead. So, Go ahead. Awesome. Well, how do you take from the Damn, man, uh... Strides, uh, strides up to the the beast with uh, with confidence and with graceful steps. It's not uh, not not rushing, 
nor is he nor is he afraid of this of, of this animal, for he knows it is a natural beast and it will bend to his will. So many have before. <clears throat> uh, as he as he approaches the the beast closer and closer and closer, how does it respond to him? It is just standing there, almost oblivious. It's passive. What is uh, everyone else doing? We're just watching. Just watching. Well, you we are can't... one entity in this in this tournament. Uh, she hears the DM voice in her head and walks up on stage. Well, I want to do a nature uh, a nature check to grab the beast's horn and like try to like move its head aside so I can like it's cut its jugular and drink the blood from it. It's twenty feet tall. I know. Yeah, but Ren, like, Ren's walking up to the to you the reaching up. You can't stand it. Ren's yeah, no, the horn. The, I mean, the look horn at the head down. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Ren's behind Damon. He's walking up. He's got his head held high and his shoulders back. He's letting Damon take the lead because he's got the the, the dagger. But he's right there with him. Yeah, Prince walks walks uh, right alongside him. All right. Hugh walks up and he says, "Whatever we do, I think we should all do something." Uh. Aurora's like, I can't reach the horn. Damon says, this probably won't taste as bad as the ink. Oh, God. Brandon says, let me knock it over so you have a clean kill. Damon says, nods and says, awesome. Think about what you guys are doing. He says, what if we all strike it at once? Well, what is, so what is uh, Brandis doing? Brandis is um, backing up like... Is it's how big is the stage? the stage? Very large. Okay, Brandis um, walks up close to it, um, kind of looks it over, looks up high, and then um, casually uh, begins walking the other direction, a good uh, a good hundred feet. Um, wow! And uh, and then without his, not even with his weapon out, um, puts his uh, puts his arm to the side. And uh, begins what you guys are very familiar with, the Brandis battle cry, um, and begins sprinting uh, as fast as you've ever seen him run towards the deep Roth. And knock it over. Bren, when he sees uh, Brandis making ready the charge, uh, immediately throws his hands up into the air, and you see a gray mist begin to swirl above the stage, almost as if thunder, or like a, a rain clouds are beginning to swirl above and he's prepared. Preparing to strike it with a thunderbolt. Alright. Do you want to knock it over? Do you think first or after? You knock it over. Okay, he I'm draws gonna... out a fistful of arrows and readies them in his bow hand. Or just takes out her hammer. It's, it's glowing. Um, and then, uh, should right. I roll or just use, you know, describe the power? She's very familiar really, with Roths. Really quick. Really common. Yeah. Yeah. Can, I, can I do something else, too? Yeah. Whatever. I kind of want to do... <laughs> the chains. Are we sure we're supposed to kill this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Yeah. You're describing your ceremonial kill of this animal. Okay. Then that's... Um, I just didn't want to piss off the... Good, good We drop their prize bowl. It does the drowse... It's the drow's refuse. Bone. Yeah, we don't need to roll. I'm just describing. Yeah. Okay. Brandis, Short thing. Yes, Brennis is uh, using his attack that you've seen uh, many times before, knocking a soul, um, and uh, charges and leaps into the air, uh, smashing it right into the uh, the front, like left shoulder of the thing, making a huge like the air kind of 
you can feel feel the uh, the force of it um, as the whole thing just like that and slowly starts tipping over on one side. And uh, Aurora and stuns it on hitting it right like on a, on the forehead with the hammer and the burst of light kind of boom out as she hits it. The animal kind of. A yeah, because yeah, it's it's like slightly off center. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna fall and over. Then, <laughs> and as as it's kind of teetering from getting bashed by the two of them, suddenly a you can see almost like an invisible wave of just energy blasts down from the uh, from the cloud as you hear just a boom uh, from the thunder shock, and it comes down and smashes right on top of the bull. And as it hits. You feel the uh, effect of it as it ripples out and kind of knocks the crowd back a little bit. But <laughs> it was mostly focused on the ball. As the burst comes down, Hugh uh, unloads with his arrows as fast as you have perhaps ever seen. And judging from what he knows of animals like this, he sends a single arrow through each of the bull's major organs. Nice. Oh my gosh. As the bull begins to like bray, as uh, with uh, with the uh, with just the s- such rapid loss of life, as like he just gets assaulted, kind of like physically at every kind of vital organ. Uh, Dalen floats up above uh, it- its head, rising up, and he- as he takes out the dagger and whips it uh, in a full circle, you see, like, a 360, like, oh wave God. of air just trace itself out and blast outward, severing the bull's head. <gasps> it rolls forward and blood just sprays all over the crowd. Yeah, they love it. As the crowd cheers, you see a figure standing noticeably uh, silent, and still, with its arms crossed, watching you, clad head to toe in deep red armor. Panthir pats Daemon on the back and says, We will be well fed tomorrow! She makes another hand gesture, and the two women retrieve the blade. Besa and Yana have the special privilege of playing hostess to our honored guests. Usually Zahar is the one who slays the bull, but he seemed to think you deserved an opportunity to raise yourself in the eyes of our people. She smiles. You must have impressed him. At any rate, Besa and Yana will attend to your needs for the remainder of the tournament, whatever they may be. She casts a, me- a meaningful look towards the four men in the party. You have until midnight to make your final preparations, at which time the tournament will begin. And as she says that, the crowd starts dispersing. Can I detect magic on a wrath champion? <laughs> he moves away with Fuck the crowd. Fine. Follow him! As quickly as any of them. I've waited this long. So it's quiet, it's quiet, and then she said midnight is when it, uh, when it starts. The first round. So we have a few round hours. Round one. A few hours to kill, huh? I mean, Damon congratulates all of their group members at their awesome performances. Yes. It felt like it was a little bit like we were like, okay, what do we do? I mean, we never do? anything that Once big. Once it got going, there we go. Never anything that big. Like, knocking over a three-story building <laughs> and attacking all of its organs in a single at will. <laughs> awesome. 
Um, alright, well, we rested. We're ready. Um, Hello. Brandis, uh. Ladies. He wants to fight someone right now. Mm, those Shattercat twins were ah. directly into that. What were their names again? For notes? We don't even know their names. They're just here to service our needs. Um, they rhymed? What? No? What the, were the Shattercat twins? What were their names? Uh, uh, my Shattercat twins were, um, Besa and Yana. You have a few hours until midnight. Okay. Oh, jeez. Hours. Well, um... Brand is... 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 um... is taking that offer. We should drill them for information. Get a lot of tension in my inner thighs. That's where I... that's where I hold all my stress. Um... Yes, uh, so... <laughs> no description needed, but Brandis would not miss up on this offer. Of course, well, you guys are just standing there on stage. Where staring at the girls! They're poor girls. We ask, uh, we, uh, we, uh, Damon uh, steps forward and asks Yana, he says, uh, do we have, uh, chambers where we might prepare ourselves? She says, yes, some special chambers have been prepared for you. Please lead the way. They both step forward. Do they saunter with that little swish? Oh, their hips are swaying as they move. I mean, like... Thought so. Cream of the crop. <laughs> well, they did get to ride the bull, so to speak. <laughs> uh, Send on the cream. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let's... Uh, so once we, I mean, where do, where do these chambers like? Where do, where do we go? Are we is it like a? Is it are we entering some sort of coliseum or? You tell me. Okay. Cool. What does it look like? Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that we we take a little bit of a you know surprisingly long journey through um, yeah through through tunnels, maybe even past in and out of the, the of the uh, Shadowfell a time or two before we come upon uh, just a large complex. Um, you know, remove. I mean. A lot of the things in the city are hard to find, and a lot of them are hard to get to. This is impossible to find, and there is no way you could get to it if you had a hundred years on your own to figure it out. Just like the twisting labyrinth of uh, of turns, and you know the very the the building that we end up on, just within a, like a large stalagmite, um, is actually within another hollowed out stalagmite um, that appears completely uh, unworked from the outside. So we're kind of just, you know, this we pass through kind of like this hollow, echoey kind of layer before we kind of reach this inner sanctum, which is, you know, defies uh, <clears throat> defies all description in terms of kind of like its uh, its silence and its reverence. You know, kind of really just summing up the atmosphere of like whatever, just the, the deference that the Shatterkai have kind of paid towards this tournament the whole way. It's really kind of a, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite a it's quite a walk. And what are you guys doing? Ask them about the tournament. You can do so too. You are all together. Horror feels awkward talking to these scantily clad. I bet ladies. you have a higher charisma modifier than they yeah. do. Um. So, big tournament coming up in a couple hours. The two women look at Aurora and say, "Yes, very exciting." She says, "We will be here to help you through the time." That's great. Ernest <laughs> um, says, "Yana, I need help with my armor." And walks to one of the rooms. 
<laughs> she follows him without questioning. Close the door. Brandis spends the next hour there. Yesa is standing there with the four of you that are left. It's like, so, asks, how'd you get to be in this position? Ren asks, oh, sorry. She Boy, says, uh, she I'm says, talking to the lady. She says, they picked the most beautiful of the women that are of uh, that are of the right child-bearing bearing age to spend the tournament with the champion. Oh, God. Or with the honored guest. Brand she says, in this case, there are many of you. Champion. That is not usual. She says, it is a great honor. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Awesome. Glad to be honored. Ren asks, uh, how many... Participants are there in the tournament this year? She says. She says this year I've heard uh, uh, several hundred. She says maybe even a thousand. How long are they planning on the tournament taking? She says it changes every time. Uh, and she says it is always multiple days. Uh, I don't know exactly how long this one will be, but it will be. Um, but it will probably be. Four days from what I've seen prepared. And what have you seen prepared? And she says, uh, she says, they've been preparing the prison. Prison. She says, I, uh, says they have moved the prisoners to another of the wards. She says, I believe one of the events will be taking place there. She says, very exciting. Never done that before. Uh, Ren says, Ren says, uh, can you describe... Uh, we weren't at the last tournament. Can you describe some of the events and tell us of the glories from the past? She says, "She says yes, of course. I've been to every one as long as as long as I have drawn breath." And she goes on to explain uh, the events from each year, each one completely different from the previous. Dang. One year, an excursion into the shadow deep as a huge group. Another year. Uh, as a large group, the opening event was to assault one of the near uh, drow settlements uh, and and burn it to the ground, and those remaining standing moved on to the next. The only thing that remains consistent for every year is a large uh, event that she calls a crowing moot that takes place during the tournament. Ren says, I've never heard of the event referred to as a crowing moot. Can you explain to me she why says, they call it You that? don't know the most important... And she says, just, I'm sorry. And she holds her tongue. Thank God. Did we have some of these people finally? <laughs> and she says, it's a very important ceremony uh, for our people. It is, it is where those with the greatest stories to tell compete to uh, to see who has the greatest tale. Ah, uh, Ren says, I know We've of this We've done event. that. I know of this event. I've just never heard it... Named? What did it? What its name? She smiles. Thanks. Okay. She <laughs> uh, says there is always one of those. There is one of those every day, but this one is special, very large. He says it's usually not for a couple days until most of the contestants have died. Died? She says yes. Many hundreds of Shatterkai fall every ten years. Wow, you guys must have to reproduce like rabbits. She just smiles. <laughs> <laughs> and says, yes, we choose to reproduce to keep our people strong. Cool. 
<laughs> That's the best result. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> That's alright. Like Ren that. says, So, they're moving the prison. And the prisoners. Do Just you the have any idea are. what the event will entail? She says, It will probably entail fighting the many monsters that are down there. Oh in the prison, or is it going to be? In she the says. Uh, she says there are many pres- uh, monsters that surround the prison. It is how they keep them in. Oh, uh, hmm. like a moat. She says, like a moat of monsters <laughs> made of monsters. <laughs> a monster moat. She says unspeakable horrors down there. Unspeak- I've fought a few. You? Ren says, "How old are you?" Just out of curiosity. She says, "I am sixty-five." Sweet. Perfect age. <laughs> right for the picking. <laughs> oh boy. That was old Brandis. Or is just like look at these guys? They're all being so lecherous all of a sudden. Dan was not particularly lecherous on this occasion. Though he's lecherous on many occasions. <laughs> Ren is already gone. He's gone! There are noises! Ren Ren casually, at this, decides to take off his cloak and his shirt, and so he's standing there in just his pants to kind of stretch out his tattoo, and he turns around as he's doing so and shows off a hot gymnastic chick. You mean Shatterkai. Sorry. What does she do? Everyone always wants that shit. She just looks and she says... She says, a fresh, uh, a fresh mark. Ren says... Show me more. <laughs> Ren says, do you like what you see? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Does wow. Aurora, Aurora, I'm calling that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, you gotta call it. She busts out so laughing. <laughs> and Ren looks at her and is like... Come <laughs> man. The worst wingman ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining how much You pipe seven says... He actually <laughs> took the pain for all five of us when he took when he got that mark. Yeah, made. he can take a lot. She says a joint tattoo, really? <laughs> Come on. She says a joint tattoo? Indeed. But of course. She says yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. She says you must have been great uh, endured uh, a great pain. She says she says show me t- tell me the story as she starts gesturing you into going into another room. Oh, yeah. I story time, Ren. Go into great go, detail. Go tell her a story in great detail. It, and make it sound even more brutal than it actually was. You guys only hear the first ten seconds. So there of the story. we were. So there was clamp. Yeah. <laughs> then the door shuts. As Aurora, Hugh, and Dalman are in the nice, um, nicely appointed, nicely lobby. appointed uh, lobby. Uh, uh, I was trying very hard not to hear things. He's uh, a little bit, he's a, a little bit quiet and just kind of goes and sits on one of the, uh, one of the, again, kind of Spartan-looking but like extremely like well-crafted uh, pieces of furniture. Um, you know, it's it's just it seems more function than style, but there is, there is a you know on on these items like a much greater amount of a kind of decorative filigree and kind of like carvings of like you know terrible beasts and whatnot. It definitely doesn't have feet. It has like those claw feet. No, nice. it definitely doesn't have like just those arms, but like it's got like some sort of, like, thorn arm or like some nasty shadow Not thorn sweet. tangle on, on it. It looks intimidating. Brandis, uh, or sorry, Damon sits down on this uh, this table and starts to kind of like lay lay out some uh, kind of some some items from their past and just kind of consider a little bit to where 
where they've kind of been taken to. He, he lays down a couple of items. <clears throat> One thing he lays down is uh, their their badge of uh, the honored ones from that they that they got back in Hamlet. <clears throat> Another thing he lays down are, are his uh, his old en- enchanted uh, bracers that uh, Arath actually made for Daemon. And uh, then the last thing uh, uh, that he uh, he lays down is um, is actually uh, the bag of, of provisions which got left behind. And just sits here, kind of like contemplating uh, a little bit these items and uh, the path that, you, that they've taken, and you know the breezes that kind of generally accompany him. Kind of even get to die down a little bit as he uh, as he gets a little bit a little bit serious, which isn't uh, super common for him. But uh, he's clearly just mentally preparing himself to to take on this champion. You know, this is this is what he's he, he came here to do, and he he's ready to take this guy out. You know, he he knows that to get back to get to where they need to go, they're going right through this guy, and he he's not going to hesitate for an instant to put this guy down. So he's collecting himself. He just lays back on one of the couches, and he looks over and he says, I'm glad you guys are my friends. Then he kind of naps for a while. Yeah. Or it goes like, <laughs> For a couple hours. <laughs> for a couple of hours. Nope. But she does kind of search the room for, like, like any books or, like, logs on the, um, on this tournament. Like, maybe there's a, you know, one of those, like, Best of books, you know, like past MVPs. You tell me if there's a lot. Zahar, Zahar, Zahar. She suddenly realizes Zahar's been doing this a while. <laughs> and this uh, is the book. Twiddles her thumbs for the yeah. next couple hours. Wondering uh, what on earth they're doing in there and just pretending she doesn't know. Damon uh, kind of says. I will freely oh. admit it's not going to take a couple hours. <laughs> well, uh, either way, <laughs> after after laying out his items, Damon says to Aurora, he says, um, "I almost, I almost left once, if you remember." He says it was the the first time that uh, that Kalar uh, had had left, and I and I I, I thought I, I thought I'd never see you again when I took off after her, and uh, it was a wrath who protested the most. He said, uh, "He said, Damon, don't go. We need we need your sword." He says, "Without." Without your blades, we won't be able to to finish this task. And he says, uh, and he says, well, my blades, my blades have changed, and I'm not using the same weapons I used before. But I can tell you one thing. He says, I'm not going anywhere. Nods her head. Says, I wouldn't have it any other way. He says, We're in it together. He says, that's right. He says. Uh, he says, "I don't know. I don't know where where our journey is going to end or what direction it's going to go after this. You know, who knows? But uh, he says well, I'll I'll go down swinging, and it's not going to be that far from uh, from where you guys are swinging to." When does Brandis and Ren emerge from their quarters? End of the two hours or earlier? Are they must in their hair? Oh, I messed up. Ren will emerge at the two hour mark. But but now I have a patty cake. <laughs> anyway, Dude, uh, selfish. They'll come out. Uh, Ren comes out after like two hours. Two hours. Well, Ren just. How long do we have? Two, two hours. hours. Two hours. Hey, Ren, Ren just comes out after an hour and fifty back minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Still putting on something. Oh, we're ready to go. I'm ready. You guys ready? Let's go. 
<laughs> was he freaked out? He looks freaked out. <laughs> Aurora, puts, Aurora puts the ring back on her oh, finger sorry, after buddy. she sees Rangoon. Ah, incredible. Aurora's <laughs> 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 <I was> like... <laughs> I'd love to know what prompted her to take it off. <laughs> what? Stop. She goes to slap a hand that's not there. <laughs> Alright. Delicious. Delicious. Based on Yana. We basically just did it. No, we know. didn't! No, we didn't! Let you know that, uh, that you best get going now, or you could be late. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's hustle. Hugh collects his things and goes. Let's go. Strap it on. Go. Yeah. To the same place we were before, I assume. Yeah. We go. Indeed. Oh boy. Find a back. Go back to the stage. So we're. We walk back. What do we see? I'm sorry, Sam. Yes, that's what we're saying. We're walking back. What do we see? As. You head back towards the tower. You see the large crowd there. And there are multiple wagons moving away with a bunch of Shadar Kai on the back. Moving in different directions. <laughs> different direction. Are we late? Uh, it looks like everyone's kind of like lining up. And as, a wagon. as people get there, they're told to uh, wait for a wagon to be taken to the first of the events. All right. Cool. The love that. Um, so we, yeah, let's get a wagon. Alright. Wagon. I can, I can. It takes some time of waiting. There are a thousand people. Each wagon carries maybe 20. I mean, these are large things. Carried by, or being pulled by um, animals. Yeah. Is it more Roths? Not 20 foot tall ones. But regular yes, Roths. Regular Roths. Roth Eat that shit tonight. No, no. <coughs> Roth jerky. Make Roth work like goldfish. Just live in a big cavern and they get huge. Oh, he's done. <laughs> Alright. You can't feed them too much because they forget what they're eating. And after a while, finally, the crowd moves up enough. And you see a lot of people must have gotten here early because they're doing this before midnight. They shuffle you on to one of the carts, and it starts dropping away. Gives you a little tour of the town. Moves through a bit of a zigzag pattern. Kind of weird. You see other carts. They pass each other. Have you seen different directions? Yeah, who's sitting next to us in the cart? Yeah, have we seen any other any competitors Zahar in the there? cart with us? Do we see Zahar? No one that you recognize, but there are other Shadar Kai. Why don't you Red describe what some of these other Shadar Kai look like? Well, I think Someone, great. anyone. Yeah, go for it. I, I just had an idea. I mean, these guys' hair seems crazy, so I would imagine some really crazy, like, braided, shaved, mohawked combinations. Like, you know, they would put, like, 80s rappers to shame with all of the, like, crazy buzzes and stuff. There's one individual who, oddly enough, looks identical to what he looked like when he was in disguise through the ritual of seeming in Ulgarth. Oddly He has pale white skin, completely hairless, and tattoos of fruit all over his head. Fruit? That's what we said it was. Wow. Wow. King conquered mighty fruit. King conquered the mighty fruit? But other than that, he seems totally badass. He's got, you know, 
definitely formidable weapons, and he's well ripped out. Just he happens to be have tattoos of fruit on his head. Go figure. Uh, uh, we'll a guy part. with fangs tattooed around his mouth. Oh, nice. so it looks like he has like big like orb teeth. Nice. You look at him. He opens his mouth wide and just closes it quickly as he just holds his blades, or he just keeps like um, he's fiddling. Fiddling with his uh, with the hilts of his blades on his belt as he looks around, not sure what to expect. Damon is most wary of these Shadarkai chain fighters, which I'm sure they've seen all over the place here. You know, it's a weapon, a fighting style, and a weapon that is really uncommon. But they wield them with with master, with mastery. Do we see any other groups that have entered as groups? No. Uh, the impression you got from talking to people is that's a very unusual. And we're weirdos. Weirdo groups. That's alright. We'll just make it more spectacular when we win. After a while, the cart pulls up to an area where you see where another cart is pulling up. And they are unloaded and move into one of the other of the four towers. Is Zahar there yet? You do not see Zahar. I'll tell you when you see if you see Zahar. Maybe he already died. He probably died in the opening ceremony. He was inside the bowl. He was going to jump out! <laughs> Surprise! It was actually a Trojan horse. And we just nuked it. <laughs> they wanted to save face, though. So and so they guide you into uh, into the second of the four towers. This one named Python serves as uh, one of the trade centers. You had uh, been around in this area somewhat when the when looking at merchants. They guide you down deep into the tower as it starts to move underground, and mm-hmm. uh, you hear murmurs of the other Shadow Kai, and some of them say Prison Rathmore? Streetwise check? For Prison Rathmore? Streetwise oh. wouldn't be it. Would be history. History streetwise check? is talking amongst... Well, they were talking. <clears throat> we talked to them with Streetwise. Well, we did just hear from the twins. For a lot. 24. 24. Very noisy. didn't know that Prison Rathmore was in Ikamu, but he has heard the name Prison Rathmore. For it is an unusual prison. It is, uh, and now it only makes sense as he is being guided down into a tower, as it is said to be uh, to occupy a cave network between two large towers. It has. Uh, uh, it serves as the prison for Ikamu and is an effective deterrent for would-be criminals because the horrors that lie within are not merely that of caged cells. Beasts of the cave roam freely within. That's In the nice. prison? <clears throat> yeah. It's pretty badass. Are they the guards? He also knows the tale of this prison is that to expedite trials and to prevent crowding of the prison, guards often let the prisoners loose with the promise of freedom should they escape intact. Many try... Very few are successful. Oh boy. When one is successful, the Shatterkai guards are so impressed with their skill, bravery, and ability to survive that they honor their agreement to let them go. This, of course, also leads to many deaths among the most desperate prisoners, but the guards have no qualms over that. (laughs) Wow. Don't get caught. Oh boy. If you get caught, be good at getting away. Yeah, seriously. Huh. As they guide you in, it becomes clear that this place that Brandis knows of is exactly where you're being led to. Because as they open a door, you see before you a large, open area that is black 
as the darkest night, only led by the torches of those leading you, can you see as they guide you through here, and you hear growls and uh, and scraping all around you as uh, as they guide you into a uh, a more crowded cave. There appear to be a bunch of cave networks going all sorts of different ways. You see the group in front of you that came off the uh, the cart prior to you is being led down a different area. He wonders aloud if they will explain how this particular challenge is going to work or if they're just going to dump us in and we figure it out. That is a good thing to wonder. What do you think? Plan uh, for the former. I mean, hope for the former. Plan, plan for the latter. This, is a, this seems like a scenario where any sort of hesitation won't be rewarded and any sort of action won't be frowned upon. So it's so kill, kill everyone who's not us. <laughs> and not from damage. Where it says, that's what we know. I wasn't being serious. We have to knock him out? Do we have to kill him? I, I, I think so. Ren is starting to forget how to knock people out. Yeah. I don't, he deals I don't think that. Show you. He says, <laughs> you can knock people out. Your escorts continue you to guide you in to uh, an area of the cave that opens up where you see many... Cells individually uh, w- with uh, cages and, and, uh, and prison bar doors as they start opening up and putting one or two people in each cell. And then finally, when they open up one for you, they put all of you as well as yeah. one of uh, another Shadar Kai and shut the door as they lock each one and fill about half the like cells in this room. And then the escorts just leave silently. What's to stop yeah. them from just shadow hopping right out the bars? They might. Look at that. Look at that uh, what, are, what are the cells made of uh, upon inspection? Metal. Uh, Aurora tells him. Metal. Uh, it looks like a, a thick metal. Uh, it's uh, hard to tell at a quick glance. You, uh, Dark iron. Drow iron. Dark drow iron. Adamantite. Adamantite dark drow uh, iron. Someone wants to do an inside check on this guy that they're locked in, in there with. Like, is this guy a major ready? check? Is he a threat? Is he so hard? Is he about ready to, to crack and uh, start killing people? Yeah. Or, uh, you follow his lead. Or is he uh, chilling for the moment? That is a 27 insight. And a 30 nature to see how tough he is. A 30 nature? Uh, he looks like a pretty tough guy, but... Um, tougher. You saw tougher on the cart that you are on. But uh, the guy is young. He looks like he has a lot of ambition. And he is looking around immediately, looking at the other Shadar Kai, and then he speaks. Not to you guys. To the other Shadar Kai, and he says, what are we supposed to do? I tells Damon and he doesn't know what the hell's going on. That's perfect. I'm not going to kill him yet. Easy pick. A minute later, another group is led in to this area. To the cells across from yours in this fairly large uh, um, cavern uh, are more cells and they start loading people in and it is then when you notice a figure that you recognize from the crowd a couple hours before a tall man wearing deep red armor head to toe as they put him and a Shadar Kai into one of the cages locks the door champion? and then those escorts leave and now every cell in this room is filled can we see him from where we are in his cell or not really 
see. Can is he visible from where we are currently in his cell? Barely. Just darkly here. Okay. Light him hmm. up if you know what I mean, Ren. She's the goggles. The goggles. The goggles. The goggles, they do nothing! Um, <laughs> come on. Well, I think we're waiting. Is anyone doing anything? Aurora yeah. is testing the, um, the uh, structural integrity of the cell that she is in. He walks up to the lock. So what uh, what are you using? I would expect engineering would be the appropriate check. You're trying to get, okay, that's good. Okay, I missed... Thirty-four. Aurora, um, Aurora checks the bars. Explain how she does this. What does she? What does she do to, uh, to kind of tell? What sorts of tests does she? Does she do? Well, normally what she does is very tactile. You know, she she puts her hand on the stone and feels it and kind of scrapes it off. And she does that a little bit, but then she says. That she needs to do further testing. She scrapes a little bit into a pile and she says, Red, set that on fire. He does so. Happily, I'm sure. And the smoke that erupts from it is a very peculiar color that uh, that she has to think back and reference in her, in her internal catalog of what that means and uh, deduces the nature of the stone based on that. Uh, the metal is a... Uh, the stone or the metal? Both. She's doing the whole stuff. Yeah. Uh, appears to be enchanted mm. all around as she feels like she can reach her uh, reach her arms through the bars, but there is some sort of presence here that uh, she expects would stop any sort of um, teleporting. Uh, uh, you know, like uh, if you're uh, you try to shoot a bow through it, it probably uh, would stop the arrow. Huh. Shoot a bow. Well, it is a, a prison for a. Well, when you have a prison for magical people, it yeah, has to be true. magical, right? He does a thievery check on the lock or whatever on the bars just to see uh, how secure it is. Doesn't try to break it open just yet, but basically tests the lock. I uh, gets a thirty. See how how quick it would, how long it would take to pop this one open. It's a lock unlike he was ever seen before. Let me go ahead and describe the uh, strange nature of this lock. Strange nature of this lock. Uh, different cultures have different traditions for how things are done. I mean, how a, cup, a key would be made by a dwarf would look very different from how a key would be made by a human. And Hugh is uh, unfamiliar with this particular kind. Uh, and at first glance, he's not even sure how this lock functions. I mean, usually there's tumblers and things like that. But uh, What's the shape of a key that would go in there? Is it like a plate or is it like a... Prongs or it looks like a a single tiny hole. Oh, weird! Like a magical, magical tattooing needle. Damn it! And so he inspects it. He is not sure. You say? Uh, he um, it it takes him some time, and he feels he can start to sort of start to figure out how this thing works. But it is uh, it is unusual. But he um, he does get a good sense that he's kind of. Figuring this out, but it's uh, but it is foreign to him. Not uh, it doesn't look like a simple, you know, sticking a piece of metal in there is not working. Is then when you see one of the Shadarkai in the cell next to you, he says, uh, he says, I'm getting out of here. And then you see him run forward and disappear into shadow. And then you hear a scream as he reappears, 
thrown back into the back of the cell as he falls to the ground and you see some smoke uh, emanating off of his shoulders and then he just lets out a whimper and it slumps down. It is a prison down. for Shadar Kai. Yeah, Francis <laughs> says, Dummy. that's a prison. Really quick, just so that I'm clear, because I might have missed it, are we all in the same cell or are we in different cells? We're all in the same cell with that one. The five of us are in one cell with one Shadar Everybody else is in twos. Damn is gonna. But because we count as one unit. Okay, that's just what I wanted to check. Damn is gonna talk to this Shadar and scoff at him and say, We've killed every single beast in this in this place 50 times over. But you haven't even killed a, uh, a whelp of, uh, uh, or, yeah, I bet you haven't, haven't killed uh, a whelp of any of these creatures. You lot are pitiful. Bluff check. <laughs> yeah, so close to a 20. It was a 2. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was only 12. I've described, uh, his, uh, pitiful, uh... Oh, uh, the guy tr- uh, turns and doesn't buy it for a second. He's like, name one. Name a single beast you slain. And Damon just chokes. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about what, who, who might be in the cell. Aww. And so he goes, I don't have the time to, 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 to uh, whatever, to say these lists. Uh, he says, why don't, you te- why don't you go teleport out the, out the gate like your friend over there? He turns around and goes back to the group. I am Robert. You are Clue. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ouch. All right. I'm a bluffy guy, really. Had to go for it, though. You gotta go off-scale sometimes. Totally. Brandis? Ren. Ren. Ren looks okay. at the other guy and tries an intimidate check and says to him... Why are you guys all ganging up on this guy? And says to him, Well, are you gonna make yourself useful or just stand there like a sissy girl? And gets a 25 intimidate. Also roll a 2. That's, <laughs> Boom! Oh my god. But 25 so on a 2 is great compared Amazing. to 12 on a 2. Yeah. The guy just sits there and he says, uh, he says, as if I respect you outsiders, he says, uh, he says, I'll get out on my own and not in a way that'll help you. And then he just starts looking around the, uh, cage. Uh. Hmm. Brandis? Can you, Brandis can you pry open the bars with your bare strength? Use your bare strength. When I was a bear, I could have. Um. No, no, channel the bear. Channel the bear. Uh, Strength the bars. Brandis looks around and uh, slip under it. And <laughs> like a spider. Um, and asks, uh, "What are these bars made out of?" Metal. Enchanted shadow metal. metal. Shadow metal. Ah, that's more like a dwarf. Um, hey. Metal. What? Shadow metal. Oh. <laughs> um. Sorry, it's all the same. Uh, she what? thought that was obvious. Uh, <laughs> she obviously, you were a joke shadow metal. It's metal. Oh, well, we all knew. Um, it's rocks. <laughs> well, praise uh, looking at. He doesn't want to just go up to prison bars and try and bend them. They're made not to do that. So he's honestly just he's he's Ritual? playing the wise warrior thing and watching what people in other cells are doing. He's just waiting, he's watching what, what other people's cells are okay. doing. What, uh, well, what, what check are you doing? Do I need to do a check? You do need to do a check. Um, Brandis will... Do they wait to um, check? Yeah, actually, a perception or insight I'll, would be I'll, appropriate for that? Oh, or? I was going to say, actually, um, then I'm going to modify nature check um, for uh, the skill set of the people in this 
the cells around? I mean, does that make sense? I'm, I'm, uh, what kind of training, kind of class they might be? Like, training, and well, for, for, um... Like artillery, controller... Like, we don't have a thief. And I'm just I'm wondering if, if one of the other guys has a thief that will be able to aid them in getting out. You know what I'm, I mean, I don't know if that makes any sense, but, uh... He's sort I'm, of a thief. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna assess yeah. some of the He's people in the cells next to us. Not the guys. He has us. been. I'm tired of that guy. Sweet. Thirty. Thirty nature. Thirty nature. Brandis, watching the other guys, is trying to you know is, is doing all the things you just said, and uh, you can see that many of the Shadarkai are a uh, a stealthy, nimble people. You know and. Uh, it is then when he sees, on the far side, he can see a Shadar Kite reaching into uh, the lock system, and then you hear is it a latch, as uh, as then you hear bars opening, and can, you can see a guy coming out. And this guy uh, has a small dagger, which then he puts in his sheath, and he, and he looks around and just lets out the slightest laugh, and then realizes... To be quiet as he sprints out of the room. That's not so hard. like, uh, whatever, looks back at the group and says, uh, this may be some sort of time trial. Let's, let's get the hell out of this cell. Yeah. Go at for that, it. At that? Watch out for the magical um, bars. Brandis, can, can I do another check? What are we doing? Um, we're doing a full round? Ren already went. We all went. We all did everything. Yeah. But, yeah, here's the last one. Did you get? Uh, I get a 12 on my bluff. Oh, you sucked. Yeah. Right. Aww. Yeah, then, um... I did suck. <laughs> then, so I end the round, I'm gonna start the next one. Um, yes, as as soon as he realizes that that's, that's what we're looking at here, we're not waiting for something, um, Brandis, uh, <clears throat> says, um, you two get started on that lock. My fingers are too big. And, um, and goes over to the bars and is just going to try to force them open. Um, With your man hands? Because that's what Brandis does. His fingers are too big. If that doesn't work, bite them. 30 athletics. Brandis can tell that these bars uh, are clearly primarily designed to keep the Shadar Kai from from teleporting through it to uh, to keep anyone from stabbing a guard to uh, prevent that sort of things. The physical strength of the bars is not as strong as some prisons Brandis has and undoubtedly been in before. And uh, he finds that with great exertion he's able to start to get them to budge just slightly. So you can get as Brandis begins to bend the bars, Damon yeah. uh, looks at Hugh and he says, uh, can start on that lock. I'll try to help from the other side. And he's going to try to do an acrobatics squeeze through whatever opening Brandis might be making. So, uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh, it's gonna be... Sweet! 38 acrobatics. Oh, my. Uh, so, describe I mean, contorting himself. Damon basically runs out of this thing and does, like, one of those scorpion cyclone twists. And as he moves, not only does he kind of, like, line up his body with this opening that Brandis is, like, forcing... But he, he semi kind of like he semi kind of fades elemental as he does when he sometimes kind of teleports. But his elemental teleportation is different than the shadow uh, shadow that they do. So as his body kind of 
mists a little bit into kind of a windy form. He just passes passes through, squeezing just just enough to uh, to tumble out on the other side. He does a tuck and roll and immediately comes up uh, with a couple of the, uh, the the thieves' tools that he was able to give him from his kit and starts working on the uh, the other side of the of the lock. As he does, he, he looks uh, he looks up, uh, he looks over at Aurora and he says, "Knock this guy out before you leave. We'll lock him in when we're done." Right. What? How does Aurora respond right. to that? No, she did exactly that. Died. Uh, Who said knock him out? Not. And she she turns to the guy and she says, "You obviously don't know what you've gotten yourself into. We're much more capable than you. Just stay put." <laughs> Alright. Runs <laughs> back over his shoulder and says, You know, Aurora, I bet this guy's killed lots of innocent people. Yes! Yes! So good! A 35 diplomacy check will keep him in place. The uh, the man looks around and he's just. He looks over at the uh, the slumped over Shadarkai, whose body is still just smoking on the ground. And then he, uh, he looks over and sees. Damon, who is on the other side through a set of bars, is clearly not wide enough for him to have gotten through at all in any way. And he just kind of says, he says, I, uh, I don't, and then he just kind of sits down. Cold. Smart move. Ren was about to knock his ass back against the wall. Uh, Ren is going to, he sits down and says, I'm gonna need a minute, guys, as he begins to start channeling the pass wall ritual Ooh. to see if that'll work. That's good. Well, our can check. That could be our text to, to do, but uh, no, we got it. Yeah, that, that, could, could, be our, that, that could be our yeah emergency like, thirty-one backup. Nice. That's thirty-one. That will. Work. Yeah. Well done, yeah. everyone. Ren starts channeling Incredible. the magic, of the pass wall ritual, and as again, the magic starts. Forming, you know, the uh, it takes a while to kind of to get the arcane energies working. See, the bars, uh, Brandis finds them to weaken slightly, as if they are already uh, starting to kind of lose their temporary cohesion as it uh, as it assists the effort. Nice. Hugh. 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 Uh, starting to get an idea of how this lock works, he takes a moment and retrieves from Ren's pack the strange magical object, object in his possession that creates any mundane thing. And he takes a guess. He knows that the Shadar Kai... Uh, no, no, no. He knows that the Shadar Kai often use... I mean, they're in the shadow dark and all this kind of stuff. Light and shadow plays a great role in their thing. So he takes uh, an, an educated guess... And so, he basically creates a long, fine needle with tiny holes in it. And so, the way the light passes through it is what la- unlatches it. So, seeing if he got it right. Yes. 37. That's Fever. right. That's Let me describe right. how it works. Uh, Hugh's item was not 100% cl- there. It was about 95. But unfortunately, uh, just as he was about to get it open, the... Steel surrounding the lock was weakened by Rand's passwall thing, and it was it had constant pressure from Brandis pulling on it. And so, as it was about to go, the lock just pops and comes apart. The last tumbler just basically being forced open. 
Nice. Is it that moment when you hear an incredibly loud bang, followed by what sounds like uh, what you could describe as a rock fall, uh, metal ripping out of rock, ripping out of the earth, as if a huge boulder were being ripped out of the earth. And when you look over in the direction of the noise, you see the entire um, the entire barred like door thing from the opposite side of the room is flying towards you as if uh, shot with great propulsion, exploding uh, as if a, a bomb went off and is I don't think that's a rock. Tossing the uh, Not the a gate Roth. towards you, it smashes into uh, um, into Daleman, who is standing on that side, and Ren, distracted by the ritual, gets hit by a shard of uh, of stray metal, which just rips through uh, a bit of his shoulder. You just lose hit points equivalent to a healing surge. Okay. Ouch. So not a healing surge, but hit points equivalent to a healing surge. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Mix it up. Next time we do. So there was an explosion, and it blew the whole bars back on us. That's what it seems like. (laughs) The bars that were across. Across the way. So whoever, yeah, whoever blows the bars off. Oh, the guy on the opposite cell. The dust settles. You see the man wearing deep red armor quickly. Stride out of the room. Like Darth Vader style, just strides. He's moving as fast wow, as a man wow, wow. runs, but uh, but he appears to be just huh. walking. Yeah. Get him! She says Stop, as she points man. through the bars. Damn yeah. And then the bars slowly fall. The ones that got pushed against you. Does Damon have time to spend a healing surge, or can he use powers equivalent that would allow that? Uh, He'll check. Well, you mean a not, short rest? No, like 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 my second win. Like I'm, like I kind of use my second win or something, and not have it for the next fight. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Um, well, okay. let's go. We we unlocked it, right? Yeah. Um. Gates. Hugh turns to go Aurora and says, uh, "You perhaps paid better attention than I did on the way in. Which way do you think is the best way to get out of here?" Engineering check. That question. <clears throat> Solid one. It still will, though, because she has a 22, so 23. Ren suggests before we. Well, let's finish your thing. And keep doing that. Keep interrupting. Right. Do her thing. 23 well, engineering. 23 engineering is not enough. So uh, describe um, Aurora trying to find her, find her way through here. And, Mm, well, in typical dwarven prisons, the uh, the jail goes downward to get out, but this place seems to be opposite. So it, it she actually goes around in circles in her mind a few times before realizing that she has actually no idea of how they got down here. She was so so caught up in in the goings on that she actually was kind of spacing out. The first instinct is to go, well, of course, it's down. It's and down, went, guys. Oh, wait, I'm not in a dwarf prison. And I never have been. Don't ask me about that. Uh, Hugh, seeing Aurora's brain fart, essentially, uh, basically decides to huh. go and follow the way the guy in red armor went. And follow does, 
uh, attempts to track him, basically. Nice. All right. Uh, 32 perception. It takes a bit as you started to head down the wrong way. He manages to pick up the uh, to pick up the trail. Ren suggests before we all take off out of the well, I mean, I guess some people have that we throw on. We still have more of those darkness goo. Yeah, how dark is it in here? It's it very dark? dark. It's very dark. Like we couldn't see anything past the torchlight when we were walking under in. Dark? And there were torches in that room, but now that you're in the halls, it's just black. So Ren suggests Let's we all put that up. gunk on our eyes, and I'll he get... does it. Before he leaves the cell. Okay. Brandis, uh, yeah. Sam and Dead that as well. Keep going. That was the second Brandis. time. Yeah. Got Brandis on the brain. <laughs> Alright. Okay, you know How can you not? Alright. those wise words. And what is, uh, uh, Damon, Brandis, and Ren? Or, or that was, uh, that, that was Ren. Turn? Yeah. yeah, that so. was Ren. Damon, uh, Getting into the uh, into the the darkness, uh, immediately um, immediately uh, begins uh, presses himself against the wall. Um, even even kind of gaining some elevation where kind of ledges might allow him to do so, and uh, prepares himself to ambush any uh, any lurkers that would be, that would try to to uh, attack the group. So I'm going to do a self check. That's going to be 31, no, 29. Mm. Okay, go ahead. Describe uh, describe what uh, <laughs> what could have happened. That was strange. <laughs> describe what beasts he narrowly avoids attracting. Oh, very well. Well, uh, as uh, as Damon kind of dire deep breath? kind of keeps uh, someone off, <laughs> yeah, keeps someone off uh, apart from the group, um, kind of watching the groups back from from potential ambushers. Um, a uh, a kind of like a blind kind of like uh, scaly it looks like a, a bat but it's probably mostly reptilian um, j- uh, kind of drops down from the ceiling and is, is sweeping behind to uh, to slash at Hugh with, with, a, with a passing attack um, uh, Damon quickly whips his dagger from uh, from its, its sheath and uh, throws it at the uh, at the bat uh, impaling it through one of its wings and, and lo- losing flight it, it kind of spirals and like hits the ground before kind of flapping Crawling to the wall and crawling back up out of sight. Ew. Awesome. <laughs> Ew. Uh, Here, can I get a player's handbook real quick? Sure. Yay! Okay, I thought you were just gonna like veto calling on me. Um, <laughs> Alright, since I need to go. Um, Brandis covers ground. He, um, he knows. He's, he's been in mazes before. And he is the guy who, as we're going down a hallway or something like that, you know, you put the corner maze, kind of like that. Every once in a while, you'll look down a hallway and you'll be like, I think that turns to the left. He runs down and double checks. Now it's a dead end and runs back. You get an endurance check. I love endurance like this. Uh, that is only 24. 24. Not enough. Um, Brandis ends up just slowing the group down. <laughs> Straight up. It's, so, it's, a mundane, it's a mundane attempt. Mundane failure. 
Just, just not fast enough. All right. We're just waiting for Brandis at every turn. Yeah, every turn you're like, guys, come on. We're, we already knew that was a dead end, man. Stop. Okay. Stop going back there. Check that. No, I, I didn't check, check it hard you enough. You already double checked that one. Okay. All right. Uh oh. It takes some time navigating through, working together. You don't see anyone else coming out of this prison in the way that you're going. There clearly must be multiple ways. Seems unlikely that you'd be the only ones coming out. You do, as Hugh tracks the footsteps, you do see other sets of footsteps that have come through here before you recently. Uh, And it is not until you emerge from this cave network into the vast, open, shadowy area outside of the caves where you can finally see the tower before you and uh, that you can see that many of the Shadarkai have have escaped as well. Many of them with deep gashes and are dripping blood and... uh, Should have washed out for those... Some of them... Some of them are limping. One of them is completely missing his lower leg as he's just uh, as he's just hopping, using his sword to try to prop himself up as he uh, as he hurries Ooh. out. Let's take but you have um, you have managed to escape from the cave network and reach the tower. Hmm. Oh, what? Uh, huh, interesting. <laughs> ah, huh. Like, sweet, we got out of the cave network. We got out of the cave network, we're out, and we all have legs. So, the, what's, Wait, remind me of the tower down. again? Is that the one we oh, went down into initially? That, the right. big You actually part? ended up at the opposite one. Okay. Uh, the prison occupies the caves between two towers. The third tower is, um, Hevelor. Uh, which is another one of the uh, another mercantile center. Uh, this one focused primarily on exotic goods and trade. Mercantile? Didn't spend yeah, that's on it. Didn't spend much time there. Is mostly more trade goods than uh, adventure here. But you're at the bottom, where there are um, there are guards there. The same sorts of, sorts of people that were uh, escorting people in as they are. Uh, Checking people on a list and appear to be checking names as you move by them. See uh, how the how the running is going on. I wonder if there's like a betting pool. If there's like a whole like crowd of people who are getting like the word. I guarantee there is. On various people. Are we know? sticking pretty close in formation too? Like. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I imagine we're sticking in a pretty tight formation as we move forward. We are the unit. one. Right. As as we're running out now, as it seems to be this kind of event kind of winding down, Brand says, seeing as there don't seem to be a lot of uh, strictly enforced rules, um, if anyone looks at us funny, we should pin the competition. Our doesn't agree with that necessarily. They will be trying to kill us. If they do, then yeah. That's the nature of the turn. I will not wait to be stabbed. Is that what Yana told you? <gasps> Damon like looks at Aurora with some seriousness and says, uh, "You're very persuasive, but I see us killing that Shadow Kai from ourselves before this competition's over." Aurora mm. just says, "Whatever will be, will be, but I'm not going to hasten their death." Uh, Damon uh, nods to her at that. 
Hey, we keep going. Brent, line, we, go ahead. I'm sorry. Brent had a thought that we should have bet all of our money on ourselves because if we die, we're not going to need the money anyways. Genius. Us to win. But the tournament's already started. <laughs> Damn it. We'll be. We'll have a really great hundred thousand uh, gold funeral. Yeah. Who says we still can't? With the funeral. Do they? Do they? As you head up the tower, there are now just uh, dozens of Shatterkai, shoulder to shoulder, heading uh, heading up this way. You find yourself slipping on blood every once in a while as uh, as the ground is just run red, uh, clearly from all the people coming up. Shatterkai really prone to bleeding, having suffered many wounds, and uh, as they as you get to the top. There is someone there telling uh, people as they go out, head to the Coliseum. The Coliseum! Damn it, it's very suspicious of this information since no one has helped them ever. But does this guy have some sort of like insignia of like the competition or something? Like He is wearing one of the... Uh, um, he's wearing the same sort of um, attire that the... Officials, um, maybe? That the speaker, or that the, um, the person who, who did the yeah. opening ceremonies did. Okay. Appears to be the headdress. Yeah, someone that. Is that the chick who talked with before? Or different lady? No, that was a different. Right? Okay. All right, so we head to the Coliseum. Or Penthir. Does, does do we know any any signs of like betrayal and kind of like opportunism in terms of kind of like? Are they killing each other? Yeah, yeah kind of like get, people like like waiting like waiting to ambush people coming around the corner or something. Or is it is it is it more fair competition? But people are, are fighting hard. Or is it or is it kind of like free for all? Like. Get you didn't see a ton of, you didn't encounter a ton of Shatter Kai having gone kind of down a different way and then coming back, uh, you got a bit split up, so you didn't see a lot, but there were some Shatter Kai bodies that you saw moving through the caves, uh, and some of them didn't look like they were clawed to death. Yeah. Uh, but, it, uh, but you haven't seen much of it personally. You don't see any sight of the guy that you made stay in your cell. Yeah. He's still in there. I 37 his ass. He is stuck there. <laughs> As you walk outside of the tower, you see... She might be outside the cell. A huge crowd of, uh, of children and, uh, and older people and, and just that obviously are non-participants as they're looking... And you hear murmurs run over the crowd as each person come out as they are clearly uh, are they waiting for tracking, yeah. tracking who who is coming uh, presumably, and you see money exchange hands as each person comes out. What's the general reaction when we come out? When you come out, there is a lot of uh, a lot of notice. I imagine like, here oh, both sides. On both sides, yeah, you hear you hear cursing in the Shatterkai tongue, which you spent enough time here to pick up one or two. <laughs> you used to it's worn out a few times by now. Yeah, and uh, a few times. And you Keep see uh, you see some money exchange hands, although you see that it seems to be fairly small amounts for this uh, for this first thing. And as you guys are going, you yeah. see a lot of the crowd is moving towards the Coliseum. Well, I mean, it's the first round. You could have got out through dumb luck. Suppose so. The other yeah, guy could have up, opened the cell running for double you. time. There like, you go. And you could have followed him. <clears throat> Let's get on to the next but next stage. To the Coliseum. When you reach the Coliseum, go. 
You reach the Colosseum, you see many Sharakai in here, and when you finally get in, you see there are about 300 Sharakai in the grounds of the Colosseum, along with you all, as they're just standing around, just kind of looking, and then looking up onto the stands, you realize that there is a horde of crowds that are cheering as you come in and just waiting for something to start, although no one is doing anything yet. You see, many people have their weapons drawn and are looking around, clearly uh, concerned about what is going to happen. And as you look over, you can see the Colosseum has been set up in a slightly strange way. It's a huge Colosseum, plenty enough uh, space for, uh, how many people did I say, 300? 300 people to be in here uh, comfortably. Yeah, 300 out of the uh, maybe 1,000 that you've seen so far. More people are trickling in, but it's starting to slow down. And you see that there are a bunch of flags set up in uh, evenly spaced throughout the Colosseum. Now do we see Zahar? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are you looking for him? I'm think, looking for him. I think we have an unhealthy obsession. I'm with looking him. for the guy. Hey, this is the first time I asked. You see, standing on the opposite side of the Colosseum, you recognize him because of his weapon, which he uh, which he has drawn and held out in front of him. Uh, as you see, the shadowy blades from each end of the black rod that he holds. As you saw. Uh, deep in the Underdark when you encountered him last, as he oh, stands there at the ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a blade on both sides. Ooh. Do we see the red armor guy? Champion, we need a better name for him. McDouchebag. A rash <laughs> champion. Oh, yes. Clear the battle map! Yes! Why, it's a Colosseum! Oh, of sorts. Boy. It's abstracted. Uh... We'll get some weights real quick. Uh, no wait. No wait. And then you also, at the uh, other corner, making up a triangle between you, Zahar, and the red armored man standing on the other side of the col- of the other corner of the Colosseum. And we will continue this next week. Yes. Awesome.